This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, the ginger geek Matt Delhauer joins us to remember and pay our respects to the late, great Chadwick Boseman as we discuss his life, his legacy as Black Panther, his career, and the inevitable question of how does Marvel move forward. Then Delhauer takes us through a fun look back at five years of making fun of comic book movies in our fan favorite series, what the fuck happened? We've got clips to share, a spreadsheet full of stats, golden ruggy awards to hand out to the worst of the worst, and we'll reveal what movie has the honor of being the 15th What the Fuck Happened, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, September 3rd, 2020. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Why? I don't know. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Chop it. Be nerdy. Be funny. Disturb it. Chop it. Be nerdy. Spoiler alert. That's right. What's up, listener? How's it going? And welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we bring you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. And joining us, of course, is America's favorite filthy, felty American. It's Rug Boy. Good earth to your rugs. What the fuck's happening, motherfuckers? What the fuck, <laughs> indeed, which is why also joining us is the ginger geek himself, the creator of What the Fuck Happened. It's Matt Delhauer. What's up, buddy? What's up, freak bitches? <laughs> yeah, Delhauer, great to hear from you. 2020 remains to be as fucked up as ever. How are you doing? Um, I'm fucking thriving, Imran. Oh, right. I feel like I need to change my answer for once. Oh, good. So, I'm, you know, one of these days, someone is going to be like, oh, I'm actually doing good. Nobody says I've, that anymore. I've hoarded all of the canned food that I can and Excellent. just waiting for the government to fucking try and take it. Yeah. This is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah. This, is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Human soundboard. Look, what you got. how are you guys doing? Anthony, Rugs, everyone good in this crazy uh, 2020 still? Well, the shit's about to hit the fan, so I'm ready. Yeah, everyone. My asshole is fully puckered. (laughs) And we're in the home fucking stretch, boys. Yeah, hopefully this is, I don't think, hopefully this is the low point, but I feel like it isn't. There's still a few months left in this fucked up year. No, we're like at the, you know when you go on a roller coaster and you go that first one, you're like, holy shit, but then there's that second one? Yes. That slows down and it fucks with you even more? You hit the big drop. You hit the curve, the other curve, maybe the corkscrew, one of the big loops, and then, okay, the brakes have hit, and now you're like, all right, all right, I think things are about to, and then they hit you with another drop. Uh, yeah. No, it's not over yet. A lot of things I feel still. like Imran was scared of roller coasters as a kid. You know, I was when I was little. I will admit to that. But by the time I was a teenager, uh, I enjoyed them, and uh, you know, I even rode like the old-ass American Eagle at Great America, the wooden uh-huh. coaster. And but as I got older, I really I was annoyed at the fact that I had to wait four hours for a two minute ride. I was like, fuck this. This isn't that much fun. I'm out, bitches. So it's been a long time since I've- I'm just going to smoke a whole pack of cigarettes instead. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's lot more. Now that's a ride. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
That's something I can control without. I could have seen three ride. packs in that four hours. You know how many cigarettes I could have smoked while I'm waiting for this stupid <laughs> bride? Although, yeah, I don't know if I could go on one now. It would probably fuck me up. I don't know if you'd fit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Is that, that's a fat joke. I have a feeling mm-hmm. I have to be on one at some point in the future. Yeah. And, well, uh, I'm probably not going to like it. Okay, I, I, can't th- I can't, honestly, I can't think of the last time I was on a roller coaster. I wanted to at least try and get to Six Flags at some point this year before yeah. everything was on fire. Yes, well, good luck. I mean, I've gone, I've gone on roller coasters a, for a large portion of my life, but it's been like a gap, like a ten year gap, I think. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's probably true for me too. Listen, this yeah. year is a roller coaster. There's no need to be getting on those. All right, so yeah. we, well, let's get into a little bit of news before we get to the big main event. <laughs> The Jock and Ned Podcast. So I didn't even put this in the notes, but breaking news, since we're always late on shit, uh, you know, the, the Matt Reeves, the Batman put out that awesome trailer at DC Fandom. They were just getting back into production. They only shot about 30% of the movie. And then a report comes out, a cast member has gotten the coronavirus and they've shut down production. And then a following report. Uh, confirming, indeed, it is the Batman himself, Battenson. Oh shit! Oh, he's got Has Corona. The Rona just yep. uh, came out uh, like an hour what? ago. So, hope I hope he gets well, and the movie's going to be delayed. Everyone, just good things come to those who wait. And this is a day after Dwayne the Rock Johnson announced yeah. that he, oh, his shit. wife, and his two kids all have it. Well, but did, did they? Are they better now? It's, yeah, he said they're better. Yeah, they're, now. they're they're better. But yes, they they did all test positive. I mean, that Rock's whole fucking family is tough, bro. All of them had it, and they kicked it's it, and they're better. Blood, man. Damn! Wow. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, that I saw that video, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then this fucking Battenson report comes out. So that's not crazy enough. Really, I want to spend some time talking about the saddest piece of news that came out last week. Of course. The untimely, sudden, and shocking passing of uh, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther himself, dying at age 43 after a secret four-year battle with colon cancer. Uh, It was last Friday, August 28th, the story came out, and clearly nobody knew. He kept this thing a secret. And at first, when I heard this posted in our Facebook group, I like everyone else, we were like, this isn't real. Is this real? Someone tell me this is fake. Uh, And then finding out. The story was shocking. Delhauer, what what were you feeling when you found this out initially? Um, this was one of those things where the moment it came out, like it takes a second where you're like, "Wait a minute, what?" Yeah, and especially because of the time we live in, the first thing I thought was like, "Holy shit, did he die from coronavirus?" Yeah, and then it was like, "No, it's uh, he's apparently had uh, I was." Colon, colon cancer or prostate colon cancer? cancer? Colon cancer. Colon cancer. It's like he's had colon cancer since like 2016. I was like. You're telling me he got fucking shredded up for Black Panther while he was fighting colon cancer? Yeah. Holy shit. Seven movies. All those movies. He's fighting cancer. He, Even Civil War? Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Wait. I what think, year, what year I did think that come out? Civil War was around the time he found out? Yes. Oh, yes. He really? was cast before. He got the part, I think, before he found out. I think out. the only movie he didn't have a diagnosis for was Winter Soldier. Or no, Civil War was the first one he was in, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy who you see these photos of him visiting sick, dying kids while he's secretly fighting for his life himself. That is some amazing courage and inspirational. Anthony, what? How did this hit you when it happened? 
I mean, similar to Matt, I was just like, whoa, wait, wait a minute, what? And then, I mean, it hit me pretty hard. I, I didn't, I wouldn't say I cried, but I was like, you know, with the year I've had and then yeah. everything that's been going on, I was like, wow, yeah. dude, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, this is crazy. This is crazy. Um, <laughs> we played that one up. Uh, I mean, the, the the thing that comes to mind first off is, damn, this guy was fighting colon cancer while filming all these movies. And like, I don't want to, I don't know enough about his character. He seems like from everything that I've read, he seems like he was a really good person, did a lot of really good things, entertained the hell out of us, um, got a lot of really huge roles, especially for an African-American, yeah. you know, Black Panther, Thurgood Marshall, Jackie Robinson, yeah, James, Jack, Brown. James Brown. So, you know, you got all those roles. But I think the biggest thing for me is like, you had mentioned, you know, he would had cancer while he was filming these roles. And I wouldn't go as far as saying like it was courageous, but I, I would say it's super admirable um, and super like just a quality that I don't think I would have if I was in his role. Like I would have put out that I had cancer, not to like grab attention, but just to make like have people know like, hey, like you can still do things and fi- and, and have cancer and still fight. But like for him to keep it under wraps the way he did, I think that's a, a super admirable quality. I, yeah. And um, yeah, man, I was super shocked and I, I'm I'm sad to hear that he passed and he was, I was really looking forward to, to seeing more of him in, in more movies and um, very untimely. Well, we will see more of him. I'm going to go through his career real quick and kind of a couple of his final projects, but Anthony, I can, you, I kind of understand why, he would hide it because it, like you said, it would have overshadowed all, all his art, all his performances, all his movies, his whole career. Now, had that, I'm just surprised that like it, it didn't come, it didn't leak. I know. Like, I anybody. don't know how. Like, it I, I wonder if if anybody knew about it. Um, I because it is a quandary. Like, okay, so he gets the part of a lifetime. Yeah. All right. He's going to define a black superhero. He's going to be the definitive one, and he knows that there is a large possibility that he's not going to be able to see it through. And I think well, that that's, well, that's a okay. really tough, that's I, a really tough thing for him to like shoulder. I think he got cast before he found out. First of no, all, no, I'm not saying that I'm saying that once he, Why he got, never came out with it. Yeah. Well, once he got cast, he could have been like, listen, uh, we should start talking about things because I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know if I'm able to see this through. You know, it's possible that he so, had this conversation, but let me just read you this one paragraph from this Hollywood reporter article uh, I'm going to talk about. But basically I pulled out this paragraph. It says a source close to Bozeman tells the Hollywood reporter that the 43 year old actor who had become noticeably thin in recent months was convinced until about a week before his death that he was going to beat cancer and would be able to gain the weight back for a Black Panther sequel. And that was scheduled to go into production in March. The actor even set to prepare for the new film beginning in September. I know Ryan Coogler was writing this movie. I think he was writing it with Chad. So I honestly think he thought he could beat this, which was another reason to keep it quiet. Because he just thought he could could beat it and no one would know and he could just go on. I also think a part of it is is that in in a similar vein as to what Anthony was saying, there is the fear that there is going to be this cloud that hangs over everything where yeah. it's not just, you know, Chadwick Boseman becomes one of the definitive, you know, characters in not only media, but in, in, you know, black representation, but all of that's then going to be like, Oh man, look at what he was able to do while he had cancer. Like it's so admirable that he was doing this while he had cancer. Yes. And it's like, it takes away yep. the impact it's yep. supposed to have. Sure. Yeah. So I think it, the black, the impact black Panther had wouldn't have been as big had everyone known. And look at 
what he's done with Black Panther, not just showing a little black. Why do you say that? Because I think uh, it wouldn't have been focused on the, the, the movie and the movement and the moment of this big superhero movie with all black cast. Uh, you know that makes you think a billion everyone dollars. Been focused on his cancer. I think so. I think it would have overshadowed some. Well, of the, I, I would have taken away it, from the impact. something like this happened on a very small, much smaller scale with uh, Spartacus. Oh, Andy Whitfield, the star, and he was like a breakout star out of Australia, and he was like you know good looking. He was a good actor for this fucking shitty series, and he was yeah. like, I was like, this guy's gonna be huge, and he got stomach cancer, and uh, he died like in the middle of production. Wow. And they recast and they finished the series. Now, the guy they recast was never going to hold a candle to the, the original guy because he was the guy. Yeah. But they they finished the story. They And and I think everything kind of went. Now, this is on such a small scale. It doesn't doesn't compare to the impact of what Chadwick Boseman had had done with Black Panther and the fact that he was part of this whole movement. And and he was like such a positive figure in all of this and didn't crack or didn't like let any of this stuff uh, out. Um, yeah. so it, it's crazy. But uh, I mean, Andy Whitfield was actually pu- was public about his cancer and everybody knew that he was uh, suffering through the whole thing. So it was crazy. I think in the end, he wanted his work and his art to speak for itself. Absolutely. And he never wanted anything that had to do with Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. To be the thing that people focused on. He wanted it to be T'Challa and Black Panther, or Jackie Robinson, or whatever the story he was telling, so what do you the think character that, needed to be the thing that people connected to. But now, post this, so he's taking a gamble, right? He's like, alright, there's a chance I could beat this, but what about the the plan B? Uh, what do I... How do I like where, where not, do we go from here? Yes, like, what's plan B? Like, now, like, we're all in the quandary. Do we stop this? They, we've just introduced the world to, like, this massive thing. And there's so much more of his story to be told. And do we not tell the story? Well, yeah, the inevitable question is, how how does Marvel move forward? And you have to keep this legacy. Chadwick Boseman definitely left a legacy in terms of Black Panther, in terms of the characters he picked, which we've mentioned. Um, He was great in every movie. So listen, the dude, first of all, I want to get to that question. And we have some comments from our Facebook group. But he was working in television for 10 years, starting in 2003. He was in CSI, Law and Order. He was in an episode of Fringe. Uh, and then in 2013, he does 42 as Jackie Robinson. Anthony, you saw that movie, yeah? I did. I, I reviewed it on uh, a Corona Binge Report. How, how was it? Uh, his first feature film uh, kind of debut as a lead. I mean, it feels kind of... It was okay. <laughs> he, he was, it was okay. I, it, I was hoping that it would be this great thing. Yeah. It, it's, it's good. I mean, the story itself right away is going to, is going to hook you because it's, yeah. it's a, a historic Robinson. story yeah. and it's filmed very well, yeah. but he, he's okay in that film. It's, I wouldn't say that's his best role. So then he does draft day in 2014. And then I watched this movie recently, get on up from 2014 where he plays James Brown and Oh shit. Holy shit, dude. This guy nails James Brown. He becomes, you forget sometimes it's even Chadwick Boseman, the dancing. You can tell he studied it. And uh, worked hard, and it's it's I, it's it's an amazing performance. Has anybody seen Get On Up? Yeah, I've seen it. 
It's fucking great. great. The movie's great. The story of James Brown being crazy is great. He does a great job. Then he does Gods of Egypt from 2016. Is that the movie with all the white dudes playing ancient Egyptians? That yes, is it true. Is. So he's yes. the only black dude in a movie uh, of uh, ancient Egyptians being played by white dudes. I don't think he's the only. There's oh, a couple. Only. Okay. Then no, yes, it's just all of the main actors yeah. are white. Yes. And they're supposed to be uh, Gods of Egypt. Huh. What do you know? Then 2016 introduction of T'Challa in the Civil War, which I was actually just rewatching the his introduction and that whole chase scene with Bucky and Cap and Sam and holy shit, fuck, it's still so good. And right away, you you buy that he's a fucking uh, almost a king, a regal uh, dude. Have you now? I'm assuming you guys have read um, a few of the different people talking about the things that they they. Um like their retrospectives, like Ryan Coogler and, yeah, and Michael yeah. B. Jordan and everybody. Yeah, the yeah. fact that Ryan Coogler was talking about how like, oh yeah, apparently in, uh, in civil war, uh, when they were doing the scenes between, uh, T'Challa and T'Chaka, um, Chad was learning another language on set. Oh yeah. Specifically. So he could speak, uh, as right. T'Challa in his native tongue. Well, those are all, those are all decisions that he, he helped make. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. He had a lot of input in, in, yeah. in a lot of the stuff that, that becomes T'Challa. But yeah, just the fact that they're like, oh, yeah, it's like he he took maybe an hour while he was on set just kind of learning what his yeah. line would be in that language. And then they filmed it. That's amazing. From the guy who played his dad, who like speaks that language in the movie. Uh, I think he learned it from him. So now uh, this is where he is been diagnosed with colon cancer starting here. 2017 Marshall comes out again. Another culturally significant figure in history. Thurgood Marshall with Josh Gad. I have not seen this. I heard it's pretty good. Uh, and then 2018 Black Panther solo movie makes a billion dollars, gets nominated for a best picture Oscar. Oh, shit. Bla- Black Panther is the role as much as all those this other roles the, are yes, important for Black. Yes. This, that's the role that sends him into another. This is the one that made him a household name. Thanks to Disney and Marvel and Ryan Coogler and him and him. He, he, I mean, he's he's uh, yeah. He, at that point, he's like um, an A list, the the top of the A list stars. Goes on to play T'Challa two more times, four appearances as T'Challa, Avengers: Infinity War, Avengers: Endgame, 2019, and then he does 21 Bridges in 2019, which is a movie done produced by the Russo brothers, same production company that did Extraction. I just watched that movie the other day. Again, he is good in it, but the script is not good. It kind of falls apart. Yeah, at the end of the movie, it's it's one of those ones where it's it's very much a um a very classic uh, copaganda film. Yes, and it's interesting what's going on now. What that movie's about, and while he's able to really kind of pull off like the the you know Jim Gordon esque yep, like yep. I'm I'm the cop that's going to get the job done. The it's good like, cop. The movie itself is very kind of just derivative of a lot of things. Yeah, the, they didn't. That end was not good. They didn't know how to end it. And then we just watched him play Storm and Norman in uh, the Five Bloods. Very small role. Um, you know, was this because of and looking pretty skinny? In and he's looking gaunt and skinny. And so, you know, is this because of limitations due to illness? They kept his role not very physical. Uh, but that's not it. There is another movie coming out on Netflix something either later this year or next year called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, where he plays Levy. He's in that. And there is another performance of him as T'Challa. In Marvel's animated What If on Disney Plus. Oh shit! It's the one where What If T'Challa was uh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy. They swap it out with Peter Quill. What if T'Challa had got kidnapped by Yandu and became? Oh know, really? Yes, that's interesting. That's the one. So that's actually going to be the last performance. So it's going to be really tough, kind of watching these last few performances. But we have to get to the inevitable question: How do you move forward? 
I'm going to leave it up to uh, our Facebook group listener, which you can join. You want to join the conversation. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. It is a closed, exclusive group just for our listeners. Uh, come on in. Welcome. We got new listeners this week. Johnny Gons and Robert Dorsey. Jock and Nerd. Thank you very much for joining the community. But there's an article at The Hollywood Reporter saying Disney grapples with how to proceed on Black Panther without Chadwick Boseman. There's really only a couple of plays here. Right, guys, it's it's going to be really hard. It's everything's going to be under scrutiny. You either write out. So first of all, anybody could be Black Panther. That's a mantle. Anybody could play Black Panther. Throw Shuri in there. Throw Okoye in there. Right. The character well, that was the. Uh, I'll just jump in yeah. real quick. That was so. I read somewhere I forgot where that leading up to the, there were some rumors that Chadwick Boseman was already unhappy with the Black Panther 2 script because Disney was already pivoting Forcing the Black out. Panther mantle mm. to Shuri, played mm-hmm. by Letitia Wright. They gave him one movie and maybe, they're like, Maybe they got on. wind of it and they kept it on the hush-hush and they, they, and they just were trying to cover their ba- no, bases. Nobody knew, Rex. Nobody I was, I knew. I don't know. I don't think any, nobody yeah, could not know. Like I, someone from, at the Ke- hospital got Ke- a leak. Kevin somebody. Feige, Kevin Feige said he found out in an email that morning. He did not know. Nobody knew. I don't know. I don't Only buy it like for a second. A handful of people, from what I can tell. I don't buy it. Knew. I don't buy it. That's something you, it's so hard to keep secret. Ryan Coogler said he knew about an illness. He didn't say how, what what exactly he knew. I mean, he was losing weight. Yeah, Somebody but it could have been something. for it could have been for a role. You know, he could have been preparing for a role. But mm, it, mm. I don't know. It, it, seeing some of the videos that he did, like ones that he was putting on Twitter months ago, like you look at him and it doesn't look like. I mean, granted, yes, you, you got fucking uh, Christian Bale who will put himself down to like 130 yeah, pounds or whatever like... for a movie. But also, no one is as fucking stupid as Christian Bale. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but this is this is what's going to happen. All right. The dude shows up looking sick. All of a sudden, Disney's like, oh, we're going to get some fucking some people on this to fucking find out. And they fucking find out. Mm. They don't say anything because it's against HIPAA oh, or whatever. Yeah, it's against HIPAA. You can't disclose. So you're saying they send some guys to go poke yeah, around. It's their investment. They're protecting their fucking investment. Why would they all of a sudden pivot to, hey, Johnny, to Shuri? To go it makes around. no sense. No, and I, well, I, have- I, I agree that even if it was something along the lines of like they had a private investigator looking into um, is Chadwick Boseman dying? Because if he is, we should know. Then, yeah, it then becomes a thing of if they know, number one, they're not going to suddenly announce to everyone, hey, we just learned that Chadwick Boseman is dying. Right. They're going to keep that on uh, under their own hat because they don't then need to have everyone, you know, getting on their case if they decide, yeah, we think we might wind up moving to somebody else's Black Panther. And then suddenly news stories are saying, oh, Chadwick Boseman not happy with the new script because they want it to be Shuri or Chadwick Boseman not happy with new script. Maybe they're going to recast. Hmm. I mean, the Shuri thing makes sense because, you know, they want to push like female superheroes and 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 uh, it happens in the comics and it happens in the comics that there is precedent for it. But look, and she was she was as much of a breakout as he was in that movie. She was. He was. You know, you can argue like I love his performance as Black Panther in Civil War better than a little bit in Black Panther because he in that movie. There's so much going on. He becomes like the least interesting kind of character. But then he's great in the other two movies. So Black Panther can be you could pass it on. My question is, what do you do with T'Challa? The character of T'Challa, just as important and inspiring to people as the Black Panther. Do you write him out of the MCU? Well, you could because T'Challa, they could do a thing where it's Black Panther in full costume. 
doing something and then something bad happens and then he he's disintegrated. Okay, so there's a fictional right? crazy ride out or do you go yeah. realistic ride out and actually have T'Challa get cancer and die? Well, you can't film that. I also think part of the issue that they face is they have basically built uh, Wakanda to be the company, the, the country that has the technology that can do anything. It would, they they would have been able to a save man him. being shot yes. in the spine and paralyzed. They would have been able to save him. So you can't do that one. Yeah, I would have some kind of like unpredictable thing that in the beginning of the movie, the mo- movie just opens with him going up against this thing. And it just in then the whole rest of the movie could be about getting that thing that got that got him. I, and I, I would say I could recognize that some people may be unhappy if they decide to do like a voice uh, that is a, an impersonator or something doing some lines. Yeah. But you give an opening in which something's going on, something bad is about to happen. They can't possibly stop it. And it just turns into T'Challa sacrifices himself to make sure that whoever else that is there survives. You put him out on a hero note. And now we get to figure out who is going to wear the crown now that one of our greatest kings has been fel- you know, felled. Now, are we all on the same page that we think he should endure? Well, Anthony, I've heard from you. I mean, the Black Panther, the mantle. I think Correct. the mantle yeah. should endure. I do not. I think in terms of recasting, I'm not a fan of that. Replace no. the recast. Be- not a fan of the recast. No, not a fan. It's This is a different situation than like Edward Norton or whoever played War Machine before uh, Cheeto. Terrence was like, Howard. Terrence well, yeah, Howard. That was just, is, they this, were replaced. Clear. They were replaced. replaced. This is a guy that died and is like, was moved into icon status right before you know right after these movies were filmed so yeah, yeah you it's are just never, too too yeah it's too soon you're never going to get an audience that isn't going to be vehemently angry at the movie for putting somebody else in the role i think you could, but, okay but just one thing yeah you, eventually you could recast him but yes, just not yes, right now like because yes. heath ledger died yes joker then they There's recast they did jared leto that yes. was terrible but they were able to do it and, and people didn't really well, weren't up in arms and about it. The problem with the situation is, is that I know that Marvel is planning on a hard reboot soon. Oh, could, they, they're, they're going to use some kind of like, you know, cosmic bullshit or the, the I witch. Think, I think whatever. they're planting. I think they're planting seeds with a uh, multiverse of madness. Yeah. So there could be a different a different T'Challa that we follow or a different Black Panther that yeah, we follow. The multiverse. Be, holy shit. That's a way to do it so i honestly was wondering with the multiverse if mm. they would possibly try and build it that instead they would have a young t'chaka from a different uh universe you could pull a young t'chaka to be in his 20s to be the black panther huh or you could just pivot and just do it it was always a woman oh, Shuri. Yeah. so yeah, like- this is uh, here's what i would kind of like to see and i think it would honor his legacy and and, and, and it would be respectful is Initially, you do it where you write him out and you pay him tribute in a great way in the movie and sure he gets the mantle or maybe Okoye. It doesn't really matter. So you have that closure of T'Challa and it's kind of a personal thing with the audience, kind of like I guess what they did with Paul Walker in the Fast and the Furious kind of thing, you know, something acknowledging it. And then, yes, but also a lot less um, really bad CGI face <laughs> yes, on his brother. No, we don't need yeah. that. We don't know floaty faces on other bodies. But then, Anthony, like you said, you do that, and then you wait years, years, and you find a guy that can carry on the legacy similar to the way Chadwick Boseman did with Black Panther, and you either make him an alternate timeline T'Chaka or the same uh, T'Challa. Or, or Sorry, you T'Challa. even do a thing where I forget what the girl's name that he was in love with in the movie. Oh, What's her- Played by uh, 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 Lupita Nyong'o. Lupita yeah. Nyong'o. Uh, even you could even do a thing where, like, years later, they, she just they had had a child, 
just off screen they'd had one. Oh. She was unexpectedly pregnant. Oh. And then you just carry on the mantle yeah. with T'Challa Jr. Well, there's also all sorts of like universal time travel fuckery. You, you can do a ton of, ton of things. Yeah. I think we're all in agreement, though. It seems like that you, you can't recast him this soon. No. Not this no, no, soon. No. Not for a while. But there is precedent. But you that. guys are on. Are you all on board for sending him out in a blaze of glory like via via like in the Black Panther costume? Yes. I don't know. I don't know if. See, I'm I'm kind of like torn on that. I don't know if. I think maybe you even just do a crawl in the beginning, or you sort of like write them out right off, right off. You don't the want bat. to see like a life-saving sacrifice moment, a Black Panther. We kind of already know he was a life-saving. I mean, we yeah. know that he I was filming these movies sick. Maybe what about yeah. in a flashback? Maybe a flashback. I think you could stitch together old footage from Black Panther, Avengers: Possibly. Infinity War, They're, and like Carrie Fisher, um, Endgame, where he's filmed stuff, and yeah, and then stitch it in there. Yeah, I think it's my fear is is that you could do something like it's it's a weird balancing act if you decide to open with like seeing T'Challa die. Some people may decide that that's in poor taste, but I also feel like if you just open in like the first scene of Black Panther two is T'Challa's funeral. It's like all right, now this is very on the nose. It's tough, and there's not. A, I mean, there's no good way. There's no script on hand to how to handle these things. Yeah, there's some more ideas from our listeners in the Jockender Nation. Jess Rivera posted this uh, meme that's been going around, uh, and it says, "Dear Marvel writers, you will not recast T'Challa. You will have a memorial at the beginning of the movie. Then you will use the Infinity Stone to bring back Killmonger as a good guy, and he will become the Black Panther. The end." And he says, "Hate it or love it, what say you, nation?" First of all, you guys, what do you think about that? I For a second, I was like, what if you could bring Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, but from another universe, and it's flipped, and he's a good guy? I think that if it's without the Infinity Stones, uh, I I like it. But the Infinity Stones, we're done with the Infinity Stones, right? It'd be stupid to just bust so them out. So Marcus Savina's comment is, um, Infinity Stones are gone, but you got the pin particles in the quantum realm and all this other bullshit. So we're going to pull him out of the... Quantum? I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Ken Sally says in the comics, Shuri was the Black Panther for a while, then T'Challa died, and she only relinquished the mantle after she resurrected T'Challa after a quest. There is only one person who should be the successor to T'Challa and the new Black Panther. Jordan Radford said, excuse me, if it's not Shuri, then no Black Panther. Paul Mass says Shuri or multiverse Killmonger. Uh, Robert Slavinsky said his story isn't over. This is a case where I believe recasting is a smart move. Honestly, I'm sure Marvel already had things planned out to a certain point. You'd have to believe he explained to them what was happening a while ago. I hope they recast as I would like to see them finish the character's arc on the screen in some way. But Killmonger should not be brought back. See, I don't think I don't think they knew. See, like I, don't think I they knew. my my whole way of thinking about this is that I don't disagree with this. I think that you can recast and continue. I don't think we should, but I think you can because you can really. I mean, Brandon Lee died filming The Crow, and they yep. made another fucking Crow yep. with some French guy. Like, yeah, and like, and that's that was really fucking but, tough to but watch. That's The Crow, and not a billion dollar Black Panther. But it's movie. it's a, it, at the end of the day, it's the same thing. I like that movie. It wasn't a. It wasn't like I liked The Crow a lot, and I was like, oh, I got to see the next Crow. But like, yeah. I mean, yeah. it does fall into a, a difference in you know in The Crow, the movie ended with him dying, so yeah. there was no second story for the character. Right. Which you could then like, okay, we'll just have some other guy play a different version of it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. With Black Panther, it's, it's, we now have just this other guy who's saying he's T'Challa and living the life. If enough of time passes, you can do it like Christopher yeah. Reeve. Like Christopher Reeves was like the Superman, right? Yep. He was like, not only that, but he was like the first successful superhero. He was, he was the icon of, of, of comics coming to life. Mm hmm. 
And then he fucking fell off a horse, broke his neck, and it was just pathetic to like see this guy like have his whole life crushed yeah. around him. Yeah. And he, he was once this fucking hero strapping dude. Yeah. And then when they made Superman Returns, they made it with a with a Chris Reeve lookalike, Brandon Routh. And uh, I, I mean, it was a long time later. I will and say I think yes, that enough it, time had passed. It's actually surprising to me that the, that the first Superman movie they made after the whole situation with Christopher Reeve was actually a continuation right, of the same of those movies. That's crazy. Right. Um, but well, again, the, yeah, this, that was what, like 15, 20 years later. Well, yeah, and you know, he got well, the movie. I, I, I don't know. This isn't exactly the same genre, Yeah, but the movie I think of, I thought of right now, silence of the lambs. You had Jodie Foster. Yeah. Then you continue the story and you have Julianne Moore play Clary Starling. Yeah. Felt like it wasn't the same. No, I didn't Agreed. really like it. I, it felt like the magic was gone without Jody in it. And you I still think, had, you still had Anthony Hopkins in it too, and it was. I thought the movie was just not the same. Yeah, and again, it, it just it falls into this very novel situation in which like Jodie Foster just didn't want to come back. It wasn't right. like Jodie Foster's dead and we can't cast her now. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like okay. Well, then that's gets- even more like, uh, yeah, you're like, well, now like, I'm not getting guys. what I want. It could have happened. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think in the end, though, I I, I don't like the idea of finding a way to bring in Killmonger to be no. Black Panther. No. It really feels like it just completely ignores the story they told. It with does. It, it undoes the movie Black Panther if you do that. Yeah. I don't know about bringing in Killmonger. So, Ruggs, Adam Morris kind of agreed with you, had the same thoughts. He said, I'm positive he won't be recast until there's a universe-wide reboot. I'm betting it'll be Shuri or Okoye. M'Baku could be great as well. That's a good point. You still have M'Baku, but they're looking for more females as superheroes. This is a good opportunity to do that while still keeping it real and not just making T'Challa vanish. But isn't M'Baku... Great ape or white ape or he, whatever. He, man ape. He's man, man ape. Man, man ape. Uh, but he could come over. He could but be yeah, in that they, tribe. They, they, they want to get away from that. Yes. Ever knowing, <laughs> ever, anyone ever knowing that, that, was a, that his They'd name's never man ape. Yeah, that that in the well, movie. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, so yeah, that, could be, that could be a way to try and undo that mess. Uh, he also says, what about uh, Okoye as the panther? And then Shuri can be the Wakandan Tony Stark for the time being. And take her birthright isn't she already the wakandan tony stark well, she, is, she, she kind is, of is yeah she is it, now. To, to a point where like it almost made uh t'challa like her spider-man uh it's like her cue yeah wait spider-man because they, in this universe tony builds all of spider-man's oh, yeah, shit yeah 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 she, and yeah she built all the cool shit yeah yeah he's talking about mcu spider-man oh, not right, real spider-man. The shitty spider-man right sorry uh and then finally paul tromo just said this is a shit idea about the Killmonger oh, idea. It doesn't like it. Uh, and then we already had examples of precedents we talked about. You know, Carrie. Well, Fi- it's just one, one sentence. This is a shit idea, he's, period. Yeah, That's look, the post. He's concise and he gets hey, to the point. He's right. Nothing no, wrong. I'm, not, I'm, not, Nothing. I'm not disagreing. I'm just saying, like, damn right. Nothing don't, even bother, don't even bother explaining it. Nope, it's a shit idea. Don't do it. So, you know, they did Carrie Fisher and they were able to kind of salvage that. And we talked about Paul Walker, all these Heath Ledger, Brandon Lee. These are all the people I thought about. Um, but I think another big takeaway, fellas, for all of us is that colon health is important. Oh, shit. Talking nerd. Get, uh, get it checked. They lowered the age. They, re- you know, the doctors recommend at from age 50, you should get a colonoscopy. They lowered that to 45. Should probably be 40. I don't Have know. Have you had gotten a colonoscopy? Uh, no. Yeah, isn't the, that- the, this is the, the guy, the guy that's saying colon health I, is important. I know. I, mine is probably. Has, has anyone, body, has like, anyone on this podcast had a colonoscopy? Has anybody had a colonoscopy here? No? Yeah, I've had one. No, Imran, I'm a millennial. 
But yes, yeah. you're a millennial. Rugs, I'm, I'm not of the age yet. No, I had one. Rugs, you had one. How, how does it feel? You don't feel anything. Oh, really? are you out? No, they basically they make you drink some stuff and you shit your brains out for like an entire night. Okay, I don't see. I don't like and this already. The worst part about it actually is not is 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 like. The night that you're shitting is great <laughs> because yeah. it's like it's like ejaculating out of your ass. Yeah. For like, you, just, you, are, you are just losing pounds and pounds just of water. Yeah, you it feel out. like you can fly. It's and like then, an enema, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a turbo. Like they, you drink this shit and it just, just empties everything out. Oh, God. But just, the worst part about it is the day that you're going to get the colonoscopy. Now, your butt, you can't trust your ass at all. Like you can shart at any moment. Oh, no. so are you wearing a male diaper? Oh, I thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was, I was dancing with the devil, buddy. I was, I was, I was being very, so, very cautious. Like, you are all either. loose until you get there, and then once you get get in there, they, you, you you get knocked out, and you wake up, and then you're just farting for a little bit, mm. and you go home. Mm. Okay, because mm. the, the closest I remember ever being near a colonoscopy was I think they did it in one of the uh, the Jackass movies. Oh uh, yeah, was they they gave um I, th- I guess it was Johnny Knoxville a colonoscopy because they were like, well that'd be funny. You're gonna put a camera up his ass. <laughs> um, and I just remember him saying that while he was in the middle of doing the colonoscopy, he's like the entire time you feel like you have to shit because you have things in your body. Wait, he was awake for it. Apparently, uh, yeah, oh, you're not awake for it. You're not. You're not. You're out. He you're probably. Like, I have, a, I have a feeling they they decided it was going to be better comedy for him to be awake the whole time. Absolutely, oh, absolutely. absolutely. So, anyways, man, camera up your ass, get it done. I don't know. It's, uh, it's not that big of a deal, uh, guys. Okay, so you made me feel better. So I may yeah. actually it made me may. think about it. I should also eat I will. some celery. I eat a lot of fucking grass. I eat a Just lot think of about the, veggies. Think about all the shitting you can do. It's fun. I smoke trees and I eat shitting plants. Is a lot of fun. I do enjoy shitting. It it's is. a diarrhea shitting because then at at one at some point your ass gets so chapped from wiping it. Yep. Yeah. That that's when it starts to suck. Oh man, I can't wait till you guys start winning awards for this podcast. Oh god. <laughs> and, uh, you know what? I do an, yeah, but day would be that with the shit talk. You know what else is important is respiratory health, especially now. You need a mask. Where you go everywhere, wear a mask. We can help you. Visit our T public shop, slash shop We have lovely varieties of masks in two models. I I actually had mine come in today. Oh my god, I was going to say you should have your stuff there, Del Yeah, the, the, the t-shirt came very quickly. The the mask took, took a little bit of time, but it, it came in today. And how is it? That's uh, nice. It's, it's lovely. nice. It's got a nice, it got a nice, uh, nice texture to it. There you go. Um, it's it's uh, it's a little tight because I've got a fat face <laughs> and it's not fully elastic. But okay. it's it's uh, it's good for someone who has a human sized head. This will work better. There's there's your <laughs> testimonial and listener this week, September 10th through 12th at our shop. Everything but t-shirts will be on sale up to 35 percent off. So you can pick up masks, there's tumblers, there's magnets, there's mugs, bandanas. And if you're listening to the show the day or two after it comes out, there is a site-wide sale. So you can pick up a t-shirt right now. If you're listening to this right away, visit jockandnerd.com slash shop. Everything's on sale. Get a mask, get a t-shirt. We would appreciate it. Jock and Nerd. All right, Delhauer. Look, enough of the sad shit. We're going to try to get a little bit of levity in here. Uh, we're the, we're here at the main event. We're d- taking a look back at our awesome "What the Fuck Happened" series. Yeah. What was that sound bite? 
the fuck? Yes, we are because well, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We got oh. just wait. Tell Howard's got he made a spreadsheet. It's got everything playing. Oh, it's oh, beautiful. Spreadsheet. It's got it's color coded and things. Yeah, dude, he's got sorted lists. I'm gonna hand it over to you to kind of tell us how this all started and what you got programmed. But none of this would have happened, Anthony. Remember, without a now defunct audio clip sharing app called Clamor. Oh, oh yeah. I remember you were all about that clamor. You thought there was going to be the next big thing. So the, I was like, <laughs> this was uh, maybe this was 2015, and uh, this new app, the founder Parvez Parvizi, was reaching out to all these podcasts because he wanted to push clamor, and we got on board. He came on the show. He introduced us to one Peter Kendall, who runs the How Do I Jump podcast about video games. We both shared love for Spider Man. Is I, he still on a ship? He's not no, on a ship. He's okay. he's not been on a ship for a little while. Good. And so then I go on that show, and on that show I meet none other than Matt Delhauer. Oh, is that how it went down, Delhauer? That is that is how it went down. Uh, you will be uh, possibly happy to know, Imran, that apparently Peter has relaunched uh, How Do I Jump it's in the back. past week or so. It's back. I saw that. Congratulations. How Do I Jump is now back. Podcast. Yes. So applause uh, all around for him. I think you press A. <laughs> Usually you do. Sometimes. It depends. Yeah. But it's A. Okay. Um, but well, yes, that, that is that is how it went. Right. There was there was a time where we both wound up being on that show, and then from there it was a connection between how do I jump, uh, jock and nerd, and a place to hang your cape that led to oh, me winding up right. on your show and, and Malofsky and a place to hang your cape. Shit, so many people are involved. All right, so that's how we met. Now, how did we get started? Tell Howard, it's all yours. Okay, so I figured, since we're facing down the barrel of five years, as I uh, so eloquently put it in my little call-out this past month, um, we could take a look back at some of our, our highlights and lowlights of the best of the worst things we've ever had to watch, um, and just kind of uh, have fun uh, reminiscing, and maybe we'll uh, play a few games, a couple guessing games, we'll the uh, hand out some awards the to some of the worst ruggies. things we've ever done. Golden Ruggies <laughs> will be coming out. And we'll uh, we'll just spend some time really uh, just jacking off to ourselves. Uh, but then, oh, that's my favorite thing. We will. <laughs> yeah, nothing <laughs> like a podcast where you just whack off Listen, the entire time. Listen, it's 2020. Time. <laughs> what else are we going to do? Celebrate yourself. Listen, but we will reveal at the end of all this what number 15, what the fuck happened. Yes, will be. the, so the end of this episode, tuned. we will finally let you know what the, the number 15, the five-year anniversary show of what the fuck happened will be. Yay! Yeah. So <laughs> you got to you got to get through all this whacking before we blow our load at you. That's right. Start jerking, Dal Hour. <laughs> all right, Dal. <Del. laughs> um, oh shit! I don't have loop. Well, should we? Right, go, we're going dry. Yeah, you're gonna go through the list of the movies we did. Yes. Okay. So I, I will list off all the movies. I, I told Imran I went deep enough that I've got things like the date they came out, the episode of the podcast. Wow. Um. Uh, also, some of these things I'm going to go asking you guys uh, questions about, like, you know, what are what are some of the highest and lowest things on this list? So um, I guess what I will start off with is uh, we currently sitting at 14. We have done episodes uh, while not what the fuck in name. It all started with Spider-Man three back in 2015. Uh, we then moved on and we did the 2015 version of Fantastic Four. We covered Batman and Robin. Uh, we then moved on to Green Lantern and started our coveted and most loved Ryan Reynolds trilogy. Amazing. <laughs> that continued on into R.I.P.D. and X-Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, we did Daredevil from 2003, I think it was. Yep. Howard the Duck, which was our first ever requested episode. 
followed by Masters of the Universe, our second ever requested episode, and the only episode we've ever done to have someone from outside the podcast. Adam Morris. Adam Morris joined us for that one. Uh, We did Catwoman with Halle Berry from 2004. We did Ghost Rider with uh, our our wonderful friend Nick Cage. We couldn't get him on the show. I blame him, Ron. He's busy. Uh, we then, we then moved on to Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I apparently all the way back at Spider-Man 3 said I would never watch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we took a quick break from the standard comic book movie area and went to Alien 3 because I just really love how unbelievably stupid the backstory of that movie is. And we finally wrapped it up a couple months ago with The Dark Knight Rises, which we had been teasing for quite some time. Oh, the fire rises. Exactly. All and so, all based on your amazing skill that we kind of discovered is that you the most you are the most and co-opted to, and co-opted uh, to, just used to do some of our most uh, downloaded episodes. But your skill of just a sarcastic recap uh, of uh, the movie and uh, the analysis. Uh, I just thanks for doing all this work, Dal Howard. It's such a great series. Hey, man, it gives me uh, a reason to uh, have people hear me, and I can finally just tell people I'm great, and they'll have to believe me. Let me throw a curveball here. Uh-oh. Do it. Okay. Does anybody know? I don't even know the answer to this. So does anybody know which episodes all of us that are on here right now Matt are Dal Howard has all these stats. Yes, I do. Oh, he does? He's going to break them down do. right now. Oh, shit. Yes. All right. Because I have this question to pose first. <laughs> He has a spreadsheet, people. I have a sp- oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I can't spending, see the spreadsheet. I've been spending over a month on this. <laughs> yeah. so I don't remember if I've been on what shows I've been on. Here's the question I have for you. Okay. Who has been in more episodes of What the Fuck Happened? Is it Anthony or is it Rugboy? Oh, Rugboy. So Anthony notoriously for always missing the What the Fuck Happened episodes. Mm-hmm. I would have to imagine it is Rugboy also. I and- can't remember how many I've been on. I know it's more than three. Yes, it is more than three. Uh, the answer is Anthony. Oh, Whoa. wow! What are Anthony the numbers? has appeared in nine out of fifteen or nine out of fourteen episodes, yeah. while Rugboy has only been in eight oh, out of shit. fourteen episodes. Oh, you beat me by one, and that's specifically because Rugboy did not show up until we did Green Lantern. Uh, wow! I'm pumped. Oh shit! Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, Anthony. Wow. Anthony has has did the uh, did the first four of Spider Man, Fantastic Four, uh, Batman and Robin, and Green Lantern. Your first one you ever sat out was R.I.P.D. Still haven't seen that movie. Uh, don't, don't bother. bother. Yes. <laughs> um, and then we kind of had this situation where you and Rugboy like flipped back and forth for a while. Because <laughs> yeah. he was on R.I.P.D. Then you did Wolverine. Yeah. Um, you also did Daredevil with us. Yeah. But then he was on Howard the Duck and Masters of the Universe. I have never seen either of those movies to this day. Still. I, yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I, I wish I had great. that feeling. But you came back for Catwoman. Great movie. Had to. Yeah, you, of course you had to. <laughs> and then you sat out Ghost Rider. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that movie either. <laughs> either. either. Uh, you also sat out Amazing Spider-Man 2. Wow, that one I'm surprised I sat out cuz I have because I would have a lot of thoughts the, on the that. The only reason you sat out Amazing Spider-Man 2 is b- I believe you were at the midnight screening of Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. I wish I would have been around for that. Captain Marvel was not worth a midnight screening. No, not. That would have been a lot more fun. Is there any how many uh, all four of us have been on? Um all four of us we did um <laughs> Green Lantern was everybody. Both Alien 3 and Dark Knight Rises, Rises was everybody. Wow. Okay, yeah. So wow. there's only three only where we three had all, the all four of us uh, sitting. Nice. Oh, wow. Nice. No, sir. I love you these. and far between. I love these stats. What else you got? 
So, uh, I will say, Imran, what do you think is the oldest movie we have covered? Well, I have this list in front of me, so it's not fair. Okay. Imran, you don't get to play. Yes. Anthony, what is the oldest movie we have covered? Howard the Duck? It is, in fact, Howard the Duck, 1986. Yes. Yeah. Yay. And the most recent, Anthony. Amazing Spider-Man 2? No. Fuck it's me. actually Fantastic Four. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Because we did that. Fantastic? Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Because I, I think we started to make a, a decision that we didn't want to do what the fuck happened to any movie you guys had already been reviewing after uh, the, the podcast started. Yeah. Because reviews almost always were just a, this movie sucked. What the hell? What the hell was going on? Here? Right. We're like, we got to yes, have fun with this. Yes. But that's the only one that right away, we're like, okay, we got to fucking trash this movie. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> we got to trash it the right way. Yeah. 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 Memorialize. Didn't it. have yeah. a prayer that yeah. movie. That movie right. sent Josh Trank's career just to a hellhole. Oh, I know. Has anybody seen the Capone movie? No. Yeah, it's really. I heard it's just Al Capone farting the entire time. Yeah, I, I heard is. I heard it is not it, like a, him actually making farts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you know, you know, that. Tom Hardy would want to do that on set. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're all real farts too. There's no sound effects. I would want to watch that. Uh, Rug Boy. Yes. All right. So there are three What the Fuck Happened episodes that have reached the top 10 down, most downloaded episodes of this podcast. Ooh. Oh, shit. How does he know this? You I, shared I this. I told huh? him. Yes. I got this but, from him, yeah. Ron. Okay. That's pretty impressive, though. Can you name one, if not all three of them? Fantastic has got to be one. Okay. You can uh, name two more. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm going to say... Uh, Jesus, it's got to be Spider-Man 3 and, and, your third, and, Robin. and your third pick. And Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. Okay. Uh, Anthony, what, do you, what are your three picks for this? I'm going to go with... I'll go with Fantastic Four. Okay. Spider-Man 3, X-Men Origins, Wolverine. Okay. You both have gotten one correct. Oh. Yay. And it's the two that neither of you agreed on. <laughs> The top three most downloaded episodes of What the Fuck Happened are number one, Green Lantern. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck me. I was surprised. Number two was X-Men Origins Wolverine, and number three was Batman and Robin. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I was surprised that Green Lantern is up there. I was like, wow. I mean, when you're dealing with like just complete shit, yes. you have to just to figure out like what, what, what do people like to hate on the most? Yeah, what, is, what is the shit people want to hear you yeah. talk yeah, about? Yeah, it's instant. There's no question. You're like, oh, I'm going to listen to that. Green Lantern. I was, I was going to say Catwoman, but like... Uh, but I, yeah. honestly, I honestly thought Catwoman was going to be one of them. That movie but, gives um, me a headache. Uh, well, some of the ones, instead of just playing a guessing game the whole time, I will let you know. When we uh, were recording The Dark Knight Rises, I kept making reference that it was going to be the longest episode that we ever did. Ah. I was incorrect. Oh, the longest episode of What the Fuck Happened was Fantastic Four. Oh, shit. <laughs> that clocked in at two hours and 48 minutes oh, long. Oh, shit. Wow. Oh, really it's only three minutes longer than Bat the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, we really fucking Whoa. hated that movie right away. Wow. It's amazing. I, I think it's because uh, Fantastic Four and Dark Knight Rises were the two movies where I basically did a scene-for-scene scene yes. recap of yes. the entire movie. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises was a long one. It was a long one. We, it was the only one that we ever had to break in the middle of the recap. In the middle of, yes. How long. So many things happened in that movie, it's unnecessary. Um, I also, or no, I, when we did Alien 3, I made a comment that it was the only time we had done a sequel, and I was 100% wrong. Yeah, that, 
The first, uh, the first one, the first one the we ever did. The first fucking one we did was a sequel. <laughs> yes, I know. Oh, I think the problem the problem was it was the only it was the only sequel we had done where it was like it's only a franchise of like movies, so yeah. you have to have seen the movies rather than like oh I know who Spider Man is. Mm-hmm. So I now offer up how many original movies, how many sequels, and how many prequels do you all think we have covered? And remember, it's got to equal to fourteen. And go. Wait, what do you mean? Original? You want me to do math? No, I'm fucking with you guys. Absolutely. I'm fucking with you guys. All I'm going to ask is, is, do you think... What? It's fun. (laughs) Literally, the only question I have... My brain just exploded. (laughs) I feel like burnt toast is coming out of my ear. What? No, the question actually is going to be, have we done more originals, sequels, or prequels? Oh, that's a good question. Originals, sequels, or prequels? I feel feel like we've done sequels. Yeah, I'm going to vote sequels. Rugs? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Everyone says sequels, yes. and it is close, but no, it's actually been original movies. We have done eight original and or origin films outside of uh, X-Men Origins, which I counted as a prequel, and five sequels, and then X-Men Origins was our only prequel. Hmm. Yeah, the first movies uh, sometimes are hmm. really bad. Well, you have like Howard the Duck and Masters of the Universe in there, so it's going to throw it yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, I think the last couple that I have to throw out there... I'll do as individual ones. Anthony. Yes. What do you think is the lowest rated movie we have done from the Rotten Tomatoes tom- uh, tomato meter? Masters of the Universe? No, it is close. But it's actually a trick question. You could have said either of these and been right. <laughs> Fantastic Four. That was my first thought. And Catwoman. Yes. Are oh, both ranked nine percent? Nine on oh, the critics' shit. tomato meter. Wow, those are bad movies. And they are also both the lowest on the audience score because they both have eighteen percent in the audience tomato meter. Wow. What was Masters wow. of the Universe? Out of curiosity? Masters of the Universe was seventeen percent. Wow, double. Wow. Uh, the one think, with Dolph Lundgren. That's that Dolph is the one with Dolph Lundgren and Gwildor. Okay, cool. And Gwildor. I was going to say, I think the second lowest was Batman and Robin at eleven. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I think, yeah. Uh, and last one I have, Rugboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, which movie that we covered do you think uh, accrued the least amount of money in its worldwide box office? Ooh, let me think about this. It's got to be either Masters of the Universe or Alien 3. I don't know. Masters of the Universe. You are correct. Motu! <laughs> Even for even calculating <laughs> for inflation, Masters of the Universe. Oh, okay. <laughs> even when calculating for inflation, yeah, it's still the Masters lowest. of the Universe only made seventeen million dollars wow. because it didn't have a worldwide release. Oh, it only had a domestic release. Well, it's not a lot. They're, Terrible. They're still trying to reboot that fucking movie. And that's all I got for fun questions and facts for you guys. Yay. All right. Look, well, I had fun. It was fun. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> we will take a break. Uh, but before we do, Anthony. Yes. You've been quiet. So I'm going to make you do some work. Okay. My balls was hot. If your balls are hot and you need to uh, trim up and look sharp and dapper, uh, what do you recommend? You get this electric razor cool. called the Lawnmower 3.0 because it's called a lawnmower because it's trimming grass. But in this case, grass isn't grass. It's your ball hair or your nutsack hair or your pubes or whatever the hell you want to call it. Pubis. It's- yeah. <laughs> 
And you can trim your um, taint with this thing, maybe your butthole. What, what's a gooch? What part is that? Is that another that's name the, for that's it? Like that's like the taint. That's the yeah. taint, right? The gooch, the, the grundle. The, the grundle, yeah. shave yeah. your gooch. Yes. And the, the, the cool thing about this is instead of like using a razor or using something that a hair clippers, these things, they tend not to nick, so you won't have blood streaming down your fucking nuts <laughs> while you're cutting them. That's like, my favorite nuts, part. Not your nuts, your hair. So I think that's important, and uh, you don't want swampy uh, lower regions. So if you go to manscaped.com and use the promo code Jock and Nerd, you get twenty percent off and free shipping on all their products, which include the Lawnmower three point which has a nightlight and a bunch of lotions and shit that you can put on your balls to make them smell real nice. They got nose trimmers now and like manicure little packages, lots of fun stuff, and they are uh, awesome for supporting the show. So we can't thank them enough. Support the show by supporting our sponsor. That's using code JockandNerd at Manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping. Let's take a quick break, and we're going to give out some golden ruggies right after this. After these messages... Hi, I'm Jen. I'm Brian. And I'm Henno. We're three friends that talk about mental health, wellness, and our lives. Through articles and tips, we share what has worked for us on our paths overcoming depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, alcoholism, and addiction. Come join us on our journey. You can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. Just search for The Crazy Life. Remember, wiggle your toes and just keep breathing. fan of movies or comics or video games or just anything else nerdy well you should check out the zing Zing this podcast Podcast. and that's spelled z-e-n-g this and you can find us every monday and we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews to in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies as well as video game discussions Mm mm-hmm Where's some of the best places to find us, Allie? Well, Podbean, of course. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Podcast. Yeah. So check us out. Once again, that is Zing Zing This. Listener, if you are a fan of the show... Uh, you want to join our awesome fan club, visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! You can support the show and you get stuff. There's multiple tiers. You get t-shirts, stickers, a shout-out on the show, and everyone gets a bonus RSS feed that's full of bonus exclusive content. The shows come out there early. There's a sports show called Jock Talk. We've got movie reviews. Lots of stuff up this week. Oh, shit. Anthony, you had two Corona binge reports. Yeah, I did. What'd you watch? One was unexpected. Well, both were unexpected. So I uh, was at my cousin's this past weekend, watched The Heartbreak Kid. Yeah, this is... I didn't even know about this movie. Yeah. I, I had no idea it existed either. <laughs> was entertained, actually, even though it's universally considered pretty shitty. Who's in that one? Uh, ben Stiller. Oh, it says Ben Stiller. Oh, it's Early yeah. Brothers movie, too. Yeah. Early yeah. Brothers. Oh. So, yeah, it's that kind of movie. It's ah, okay. not as good as any other Fairly Brothers, but it's still entertaining, in my opinion. Okay. And then I watched uh, 42, like I mentioned, because of uh, Chadwick Boseman's Untimely yep, yep. Pass. Yeah, so. I watched a bunch. Like I said, I watched Get On Up and 21 Bridges. I was watching Civil War. 
I just wanted to watch all of it. I think a lot of people are going to be watching his movies. Um, yeah, I heard Black Panther was like yeah, all, all like not super like one of the most streamed things. Yeah. And it was it was cool for ABC like aired Black Panther uh, uninterrupted, and they had a special yeah. like that night. It was very that was very cool. And then me and Rugs did a joint Corona binge report on. Bill and Ted face the music. Oh, shit. Delhauer, I noticed on Facebook you just saw this movie at the drive-in. Yes. That's, that's awesome. How was that experience? It was good. I mean, it's it's a drive-in movie. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, the first 10 minutes you're like, oh, the screen's really dark because <laughs> the sun's not all the way down. So <laughs> luckily, um, I had actually uh, pre-ordered the movie and had watched it on streaming first because oh, okay. I, I yeah. was on a different podcast doing a review yeah. for it. Yay or nay? What is your uh, quick thoughts? Oh, I, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was, it was nostalgia and it was great seeing the guys, uh, you know, play old, play with their age. And it did exactly what like, uh, the, uh, Kevin Smith, uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. It's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, with the kids. I felt a, a very similar feeling when yeah. I watched both yeah. movies. It's, yeah. it's one of those things of like it's like a genre I, of movie now. Uh, knowing me as, as we do over the past five years, I can nitpick fucking anything. Yes, <laughs> but this was one where I'm like, I don't care to. Yeah. I have zero reason to want to. Yeah, it's fun, fun time. And then if that's not enough, we have a uh, part two of our special five part limited Patreon only series with me and Rugs. Uh, discussing old shitty songs we recorded 25 years ago. Oh, shit. Uh, part two is our holiday edition, where we share some uh, really dark, crazy holiday songs, Rux. Yeah. Should be a fun little uh, romp down memory lane. Yes. Uh, also, I have coming in into the pipeline. Oh, coming in hot. Uh, War Games. Oh, shit. Uh, why are you American, War Games. American Assassin. American Assassin. Okay. Uh, I just was like, you know, man, watch this fucking movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Let me throw it on. And so I threw it on and I was like, oh shit. I think that movie's uh, still good. I think it still holds up. It's it's not bad. Young Max Broderick, yeah. Yeah, I mean I like Rogue One. Have it. you not seen it? No, I've seen it, but I mean it's been years. Okay. It's been years. If it turned into something where like this is a movie from the eighties that most people know that Rugboy hadn't seen well, That would have like, been Anthony. What? That would have been Anthony. Anthony, have you seen War Games? Who? Yeah. Exactly. See, exactly. That's what you should watch. I think you would enjoy it. Good what 80s movie. What movie is that? I don't even know. Who's in it? Uh, a Matthew Broderick Matthew, and Ali Sheedy. Yeah, Matthew Broderick mm. and Ali Sheedy, who you know from the various movies, you know. It's, a, uh, it's and, a story about a young kid who likes video games yeah. who accidentally uh, almost has us go to war with Russia. Yeah, he almost starts yeah. it by hacking well, computers in the 80s. 80s movie? Yeah. yeah. I think it's a great, it's a fucking great movie. I watched that. I remember um, the only thing that, <laughs> that was funny about this is that I feel like the soundtrack was inappropriate. Okay. It just seemed like too happy of a soundtrack. For it's this. Like, like a serious we're movie. Gonna, we're yeah. we're going to go to war with yeah, Russia. It's it's literally the idea of like we are on the brink of nuclear war, but it's also yeah. just like this poppy synth soundtrack. And then like soundtrack. Kenny Loggins comes in singing, yeah, or some shit. Well, it just sounds like the <laughs> it sounds like uh like the Othos theme from like uh, Superman. Oh, oh, Superman. No, what was his name? The guy that the the guy that's uh, Lex Luthor's uh, henchman oh, in it. Uh, oh fuck! Uh, shit! Was, was oh, I said oh, yeah, no, I Who is the, the other guy? What's uh Ned Beatty? You know how whenever Ned he's Beatty. on, yeah, whenever Ned Beatty's on screen, it's like it's like a like a kind of like a, a funny sounding soundtrack. Yeah, it's, got, it's got almost like this this like cartoonish soundtrack yeah. to it because he's he's such an oaf. <laughs> yeah, and oh, so yeah. there is like, parts of the soundtrack that sound like like cartoony like that and i was like really like that doesn't really make sense but other than that i think it's actually pretty decent 
Um, and then uh, American Assassin, which is um, Michael Keaton's in it, and I'd watch it because he was in it. And he did not. Otis. The character's name was Otis. Otis. Sorry, I was, I was, Otho. That, you okay, said that. Otho. Otho is from Beetlejuice. Anyways, all yeah. that shit. On our Patreon, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Sign up today. Jockandnerd. Delhauer, let's get to this. We pulled some clips. You also did all the work for that. Thank you very much. Well, I, you, now you can't say all the work. Okay. I gave you the exact timestamps. Oh, yeah, that's the work. Of the episode. listening. And re- the references to what it was. But I had to have you pull it because I can't download your episodes and, and edit them. You can, though. Anybody can. How did you know I come can, across I can, these? I can download them. Yeah. I can't then put them into an editing software. Why not? Because I can't, I can't, I can't manipulate the file. It's an MP3 file. Yes. No. When you download it through a podcast like app, you should, Imran, be, you should be able you don't to get a file stuck on your your device that you can then go get. No, you should it's in the app. I like that you're yelling at Imran. But, I, I always enjoy when Imran gets scolded. So this it. is good. Anyways, but, uh, you did both. I'm more yes. interested in how you selected these yes. clips. Um, why? Well, how did these come about? So okay, when I say. That I dedicated over a month to this. This means that I literally listened to every single episode that we oh, have done. Oh, shit. oh wow. Wow, wow! And in doing so, I was taking notes <laughs> of oh, what shit. I personally found to be some of the funniest moments that we have had in the show. Okay. And yes, I made sure that they were not all just my funniest moments. All right, all right. Set set up the first one, Del. So the first one, all the way back in 2015, when we did Fantastic Four. There was a moment in that movie that we all were very uh, adamant about finding to be one of the worst things we had dealt with at that point, <laughs> and that was the instance in which they launch a monkey into what should have been Dimension X, they referred to as Planet Zero, and the CGI was not up to snuff. So the, finally, the, the machine is built, and it is now working, uh, as far as we know. So they have to test the machine in front of the, uh, the, the board of directors, which, first off, they, they decide they're going to send a monkey through. Oh, right. This monkey was creepy. Which, I want to know how much <laughs> money did they spend on the CGI monkey? Yeah. Because, obviously, it wasn't enough. No, this <laughs> monkey was very creepy looking. That monkey was creepy, I do remember. Yes. Um, so, that was. I feel like that was one of the first instances that we had where it was it was kind of the rapport that we tended to have when talking about the movies. Because it was the first episode that we put the name on, and at that point, I wasn't sure, like, was I just going to do a full read-through of things, and yeah. then we'd talk about it? So I really liked the fact that, that we had this kind of, like, oh, yeah, well, we'll take we'll take a hot minute and just make fun of the CGI in this movie. You have to. It was We were developing our uh, thing, yeah. Our chemistry. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and I feel like the chemistry was even, was even better off in the next one, from Batman and Robin, uh, where we decided uh, to take the moment in the movie in which Robin is doing his laundry and he's doing it with karate <laughs> and created our own headcanon that doing karate to do laundry was just a way that Bruce Wayne tricked Robin into doing his laundry by claiming it was a training simulator. <laughs> the other thing that I love is her introduction when she first shows up. It starts off with Dick doing his laundry and the way he does his laundry is with karate. <laughs> He he like takes he takes a, a shirt out of the washer, throws it in the air, double punches through oh, yeah. it, in order to hold it out flat. You know, wraps it around a, 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 a broomstick and then squeezes it to get all the water out. And it's all like these really quick cut action scene type of like beats. And it's like, dude, dude's just doing laundry. I don't need him to be intense all the time. It's how superheroes do their laundry. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, I have to train no matter what it is that I'm doing. Constantly being Robin. I'm Robin. 
at any day. I could be in the middle of doing laundry, and then suddenly I could be an attacked. If ninjas like, came right now, I would be ready. I would be so ready for that. I think he was just taking Batman's advice. I mean, he needed to go into the That's the room. training simulator. Yeah. It really is laundry. It's just laundry. <laughs> it's just- yes, laundry training simulator. I like that clip. So, yes. Um, I guess we'll, ju- we'll just bang through all yeah, of these real quick. Through. Great. Uh, so this one, I guess it's it's a little bit of like a hit for me, but it's it's more of just this is one of the moments that I love from the all of these episodes, which goes to some of the worst writing we have ever dealt with, which is in uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine when they're explaining <laughs> uh, the unnamed or as I don't remember, the weirdly named Native American tribe lore that built on why he was called the Wolverine. She tells him. An amazing story. Oh, yeah. A wonderful fable that her people used to tell. Who are her people? You'll never know. No, they don't. <laughs> White people. Yeah. <laughs> the, the people who wrote this movie. <laughs> a story about how the moon used to have a lover. I don't think I wrote down what the actual name for the... the uh, uh, like, it was Kuka... Hold on. It was like Kuka... Well, no, he calls it Kuku Kachu because he's being funny and, and Hugh Jackman and... Oh, Swoon. Whatever. The moon has a lover, and it was like a god that came to Earth and tried to collect flowers, but then he was tricked by a trickster god and was abandoned on Earth and could never see the moon again, so that's why he howls at the moon every night, and his the the name that he is given is translated into English as Wolverine. (laughs) What this proves (laughs) is that the guys who wrote this movie don't know the difference between a Wolverine and a wolf. <laughs> good point. That and is a good think point. That a Wolverine is a wolf, and that is why Logan is cool. Also, I doubt they've ever read a comic book before. <laughs> but for anyone who doesn't know, and I'm sure you do know because you are not this stupid, a Wolverine is not a wolf. It is actually part of the Weasel family. Ah. Not even the same family. Yeah. Look at this. See, learn stuff on these. What the fuck happens? It's like Animal Planet. It is. What the fuck happens. <laughs> Every weasel. single episode, I bring out my Steve Irwin facts. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it's been going on for five years, honestly. You learn things. This next one uh, is very quickly. It's from Catwoman. It, I think it's just honestly one of my favorite moments uh, describing a movie in which uh, we we dive into the moment that Catwoman becomes a Catwoman. <laughs> this is the worst edited movie I've ever seen. Uh, here it is. So then we get a whole bunch of her getting knocked around and thrown around underwater. Uh, and then she gets dragged up onto the Isle of Cats. <laughs> She's dumped on there some is garbage. Just, oh, just yeah. some, I don't even think it's garbage. It's, it's like a fucking rock formation. Made out of cat shit, probably. Which, at which point I'm like, this is like moss and cats. Yeah, yeah it's, it's moss, well, it's cats, rocks, and like yeah. a rock. Yeah. Uh, to which I immediately was like, is this fucking like San Francisco? Is she out on Alcatraz yeah, or some where shit? Is, this is the most this is literally thing. like a mile off the shore. Yeah, the skylines in the back. It's just this island somewhere. And so she's laying there and then she gets surrounded by a whole bunch of cats who are very poorly green screened <laughs> into this shot. Yeah, they're, they're CGI and CGI. Well, the close ups, the ones, the ones that are just sitting there. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's all regular it. cats. Yeah. It's just that they green screened them into the shot. Yeah, individually composited, probably. Oh, and you see the outline fuzzy around them. Yeah. And then you get the CGI cat that comes crawling up and performs the CPR ritual. Yeah, he like French kisses of breathing her. Breathing cat breath into her mouth. 
and being okay. a guy who owns a cat this was is I was, fucking gross this is what I was gonna <laughs> ask I was, like, I was watching this and I was like oh, I gotta shit. ask Howard's a cat person this fucking I was like this is the creepiest fucking thing cats creep me out already a little bit and this is not helping Dalhauer, how are your cats doing? Uh, she's doing fine. Oh, okay. She has not tried to perform CPR <laughs> on me anytime recently. No cat powers. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've got, I don't, I don't have any cat powers. I'm not, I'm not, um, just crawling around and eating catnip and whipping people with bar hoses. God, it just reminds me how bad that fucking movie is. Oh my God. I, we had some fun. Oh, yeah. Some fun on yeah. That one. That's uh, a million fucking edits. All right. Last one, Dalhauer. Uh, last one. This was, uh, I think we were all in for this one, weren't we? Ooh. Did we all do, uh, Amazing it, Spider-Man? It's possible. No, that's no Anthony was, was not Anthony there for Amazing Spider-Man. No, okay. He was Captain um, Marvel. That's true. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> but, um, so this is, this is, uh, this is the second one that I'm, I'm positing as my favorite just because I, I had a whole lot of fun doing this. And this was, uh, making fun of Dane DeHaan's acting in the first major scene that he has with, uh, um, uh, Andrew, Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Thank you. Yes. We got it at the same time, uh, which I have I have decided to dub as the reference Keanu in a coma. So then this is <laughs> this is the other one is the line that Harry gives because then uh, Peter decides he's going to he's going to pick on him by being like, do you still blow dry your hair every day? <laughs> to which, by the way, Andrew, with that fucking quaff. No, you have no right to talk about blow dryers. Yeah, no shit. Who are you saying blow dry? And at which because especially. Well, with, he just rolls out of bed with his yeah, hair like, just, with how, perfect. With how fucking oiled down Dane DeHaan's hair is, he's nowhere near a blow dryer. Uh, yes, yeah. makes no sense. But he, he and then he's his statement is he's like, I have one of my manservants hold the hair dryer, but I still do the comb, so I'm not entirely helpless. And I'm like, like, what are you doing? Like, this is this is like you're trying to do some sort of weird like. Keanu Reeves, yes. if he just came out of a coma, yes, like style. absolutely, it's the most awkward, weirdest delivery, Dane Dunn. So then, it's the worst Harry Osport ever. Honestly, terrible. I can't tell where the clips end oh, and Imran man. starts talking. No, and I realized that was one of the things. Is like we don't have like the Chuck and Nerd thing after uh, all. Of them. That's so I'm like, my fault. I'm like, oh shit, like because the, the points when I hear like people laughing, I'm like, is that in the clip or are people laughing at the I, clip? That, I don't even know. That's what happened. I laughed during the clip, <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, this is now confusing. If I'm laughing, it's so meta, That's live <laughs> or in the clip? Oh man, and, we, and, it, and it sent me through a world. I was like, we, should I be talking? So no, I know. We didn't, Am I we talking didn't to my past self? We didn't. Plan I like that this we're confusing well. our listeners <laughs> and making them crazy. Listen, the sound oh, quality Dude, is our so good. Uh, just maybe I'll cu- I'll go back. It took, and cut one of those. No, I'm not going to do that. No, no, you no, should leave I'm it the way it is. Because it's fine. I'm equally to, confused uh, on who's uh, talking uh, and what's going on. You have to leave that. You have to leave the, the confusing <laughs> aspect of it, and then this two minute conversation about yes. how confusing our episode is. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, I'm sure it was. You can follow along. It's fine. Just we check meant to do this. Just, yeah, yeah. This completely no, planned. We planned all of this. This is what happens when Imran <laughs> thinks he doesn't have to actually do any work on a regular episode. God damn it! I was all waiting, ready to just sit back and relax. And enjoy. All right, Delhauer, here it is. The categories, the nominees. Let's give out some golden ruggies. Right. Right. <laughs> Wait, did somebody just do Austin Powers? Yeah, that was. <laughs> smoking a, a, <laughs> smoking okay. a pancake? Yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start because now that you guys have this in front of you. Yeah. Uh, which means you have the ability to see what I'm offering up. We're going to go right to left because I started off when I was writing this with what is essentially. <laughs> no, 
I'm not. <laughs> the listener, for the listener, he's talking about the master spreadsheet. Yes, master correct. Spreadsheet. Which is an master. amazing piece. I've never seen a spreadsheet before, so oh. this is interesting. Oh, yeah. Especially a master. A master Anytime I've heard about yeah. spreading on sheets, man, yeah. I had to clear my history. It didn't look like this. So anyway, wait a minute. <laughs> what is there nudity in this? Is this moves? Click on if the you go to page two, uh, it's a tab. Okay. Oh. Why do I have the taste of salt all of a sudden? What's going on? The taste Ugh. of taint. So the Ugh. things, the thing, what we're going to do is we're going to go categories right to left because the one all the way on the left is the one I wanted to end with because it's essentially like our best picture, but it's it's worst picture ultimately. Um. So starting off. Uh, our first category will be the worst source material offender out of the following five categories. Uh, and the ones we have up for it are 2015's Fantastic Four, Batman and Robin, X-Men Origins Wolverine, Catwoman, and Ghost Rider. Wow. This is... And I now leave it up for us to try and decide amongst ourselves okay, what game. we all agree. Quick discussion. <laughs> What's the worst film? Worst source material offender. Which of these movies so, took the source material and which, fucked which it up the Which one of them the basically most? gave the middle finger to the comics and said, fuck oh. you, we're doing our own this thing. This is hard because those five are great picks. Um, okay, let's look. One at a time. Fantastic Four. To its credit, does have them doing the stretchy powers and the. Ev- Wait, we're gonna do these one at a I'm time. Just saying, gonna- I'm just trying to figure out what's the worst. Or are you thinking out loud? I'm thinking right out loud. All right, Imran, okay. think to yourself. Okay, think, sorry. Yes, please we'll leave you last. All right, <laughs> and I'm gonna go to Anthony. Which of these uh, five would you say is the worst source material offender? Correct. Catwoman. Catwoman. I mean, that's not. That's not. That, that's not even close. That's a good point. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, uh, honestly. That was an easy one, I think. I agree with you uh, because hey, Rod, it you still want to talk through your no, thoughts you're, and, and you're, waste everyone's fucking time. I'm just gonna agree with everyone. Make this into a fucking four-hour episode. Catwoman, because it was not a movie. He was gonna go down the list and go through well, every look, all five yeah, and talk let's through. Let's break his down a, a pro and con <laughs> on each one. I of mean, these. this one's a clear, easy decision because yes. Catwoman yeah. wasn't even as an invented as a brand new character that had nothing to do with the comic. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, it's someone who became Catwoman. It was someone who literally became a Catwoman. Oh shit. Yeah, it's it's it, you, nothing Ron. nothing that was connected to it wasn't Selena Kyle it wasn't anything that had to do with uh being a cat burglar it had uh, she had magical powers that she got from kissing a cat and it, they didn't even say if it was Gotham or not it was just a city yeah Catwoman wins wins the golden ruggie for worst source material offender great gore, gore. <laughs> she gets the gore. <laughs> Is there like a a, fa- a sound effect for the ruggy? Uh, it's this. Get the fuck out! I don't here. know. All right, <laughs> good enough. Uh, next up we have the worst villain of the following five, which includes Venom in Spider-Man Three, uh, the undead version of Kevin Bacon from R.I.P.D. <laughs> Anthony, I understand why you might not vote for it. Mm-hmm. The Space Demon Overlord from Howard the Duck. Uh, I'm sorry that I really put this one up against oh, wow. you, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Blackheart, and I'm going to include his boys, the boys from Ghost Rider, <laughs> as well, as well as Electro in the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Unlike Imran, mm. who can't sit anything out, I'm going to sit this one out because I've not seen three of these five nominees. Okay, understandable. So I'm going to then go to Rugboy. Rugboy, how are you going to suss this one out? Electro. Okay. Electro, really? Because I'll t- you have a fucking Oscar-winning actor yeah, that had a lot of influence and a lot of screen time. Yeah. And so you're being subjected to this terrible character for a lot of the movie. So I'm going to go with Electro. It's my birthday. Time to light my candle. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad way to look <laughs> yeah, at it. It's yeah. it's they. There's so much about his character that they that we follow 
but he really has zero input into the story. Yeah. He has absolutely no stakes yep. in what he's doing. And the like in the end, it's literally just like, well, everybody hated me. My life sucked. And then I got powers. And then everyone hated me for having powers. So now I want to kill Spider-Man? <laughs> yes. Makes ton of sense. I, I agree. I would say the only other one that I would possibly fight for would be um, mm, maybe Blackheart, just because... They they had to invent a way to kill him, and it didn't even make sense in the 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 length of the story. That yeah. like they had to give him souls so they could burn the souls out of him. But at that point, it's not hurting him; it's only hurting the souls. He was a very stupid villain. It's why I gave him the boys because if it was just Blackheart, he's not even like a character. Yeah, he's barely in the movie. Yeah, I wanted to but say yeah. Space Demon Overlord just because that movie is so. Oh, bad and <laughs> I mean, hilarious. It is and it that looks is bad, bad, but I mean, the whole movie is bad. The whole movie is no, bad. No, that's yes, true. That's, he yeah. he is he is only but a part of a lot of the terrible things that they yeah. come across in that. So who's the winner? We're gonna give it to Electro then. Uh, Electro wins. I win. The get, get the fuck, fuck out of here. here. Get the fuck out of here, Electro. <laughs> also, because I don't care to fight on any of these, I'm perfectly happy. Like I I made the category, but I'm like I don't care if any of these win or not. Because they're all here because they all suck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are now moving on to the weirdest acting choice made by someone in the following films. Uh, the, I also gave the choice itself, which included uh, Proctor, played by... Uh, oh, shit, what was her name? From Weeds. Oh, Mary Louise Mar- Parker. Thank you. Yeah. Proctor, played by Mary Louise Parker, uh, biting people's beards in R.I.P.D., if even, anybody remembers that. I don't that remember moment. that. <laughs> there is a point towards the end when um, she's flirting with um, Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Because apparently their characters have a sexual history. And she bites his and beard. And to show that she's into him, she bites his beard. That's weird. That's weird. And walks away. Yeah, that's weird. That's gross. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Number two, Bullseye is a character in general from Daredevil. <laughs> yes. Good pick. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. All around. Absolutely. <laughs> Number three was Johnny Blaze drinking jelly beans out of a martini glass. Fuck yeah, Nick Cage in Ghost needs Rider. to be but in But that's this. like a Nick Cage. You expect that with Nick Cage. Like stupid shit like true. that. True, true, true. Um, beyond that, I said there's the moment in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 when Peter goes climbing off the ledge of a bridge while talking to Harry for no reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, where he's, like, hanging off the side. Yes. Yeah. And finally, uh, Talia's abrupt death scene at the end of The Dark Knight Rises. That was the worst. That's pretty terrible. The worst. But <laughs> it's not weird. It's just really bad. Right away, a weirdest acting choice, Nick Cage all day long for me. His pointing, his drinking jelly beans, the whole fucking thing is weird. I love it. There is a lot of that character you can tell is literally just Nick Cage wanted to see if someone would say no. Yeah, nobody does. Like, I guarantee you his obsession with the Carpenters was just Nick Cage. Oh, yeah, I forgot they used that. Or, like, I only watch funny monkey movies. That's Nick Cage. (laughs) So much pointing in that movie. I feel like you can make an argument for Bullseye, but I think that Nick Cage, when you're going into anything with a weird category, he's got to win. Like, he's a lock, right? Yeah, I I would would say he's, he's he's pretty much dead on for that. Yeah. We're giving right. it to him. Get the Give fuck it to out Johnny of here. Johnny Blaze and Ghost Rider. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out mm-hmm. of here. Okay. Uh, we're now moving on to the worst special effects in the following movies, which included all Ooh. of Planet Zero in Fantastic Four. Was it that bad? I barely remember it. Yeah, it was pretty um, bad. I mean, especially in when they did the, the final fight scene, where it's just very blatantly four people standing in a green oh, screen. Oh, right, right, yeah. Um, the wobbly ice. Oh effect from Batman and Robin Great. when it was the really bad resin work that they did. 
Yeah, the CGI- everything's shook in yes. that movie. Yeah, everything's wobbly. The CGI dittos from R.I.P.D. I don't remember them. They're so forgettable, yeah. it can't be that bad. It's okay. All of the CGI action <laughs> that they put into X-Men Origins. Oh, Holy shit. Yeah. There is some shitty... Uh, I, I would, I would pinpoint the scene where he has his claws and he's flicking in, them in the mirror. When he's in the bathroom, yep. yeah. That was, I, so I initially thought maybe doing that, but I was like, that is one of many moments in that movie where you're like, the CGI in this is just bad. <laughs> yeah. And finally was the rotoscoped alien puppet from Alien 3. Uh, I'm surprised you don't have uh, Green Lantern's floaty mask on here. Oh, well, that's because I have something down the line. Oh, something yeah. better. I mean, Wobbly Ice, Batman and Robin, that one jumps out for me. For I gotta, like, I'm trying to think like rugs, because you can forgive bad CGI the earlier the movie was made, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that rotoscoped alien is so fucking bad. That was the 2000s. No, no, Alien 3 oh, was, was 1992. 90, oh, 3 was 92. Oh, <laughs> I don't get the ruggy for that one. <laughs> you get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck I'll out of here. I'll leave. See you later. I, I got to go lean towards the alien. alien even though it was okay, that's a good one. Rugs? I mean, th- that one still jumps out at me as terrible. I mean, I mean, when you say uh, Batman and Robin, I'm like, there's a lot of fucking, a lot of things that suck in that movie. Um, and uh, Alien... One of the things that makes it really bad is that the CG That's is really true. bad. Like, it, it, yeah. it makes the movie worse. Yeah, yeah. And like mm. it could have been actually maybe a little bit better if the CG wasn't so bad. And you can and also think, to to add on that. Sorry. No, oh, good. You had amazing practical effects in the first two aliens. Yeah. So then you experiment with this roto alien in the third, and it just completely falls apart. I'm voting for this one now. You've sold me. I was going to say, yeah. and it also, it's because you can very obviously tell throughout the movie that they know the effects are bad, and they try really hard to hide that. Yeah. Alien 3 it is! Get the fuck out of here. Like, Wolverine is giving it a run for its money, but yeah, I mean... I was going to I was gonna initially say Wolverine because it's made later, but Alien 3, that yeah, just well, I think I think of if anything, Wolverine was one of those movies where you got, you got to, like, that, that cusp of like this is where we proved CGI doesn't save your movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand how they shot Batman and Robin and everything's wobbling and then as soon as they go cut the guy's like, "Yeah, it's great. Print it. Let's move on." And fucking everything's just wobbling around him. Well, that whole uh, movie sucks though. It does. Yes, yes. That movie sucks. Imran, you did bring up the floaty masking green Oh, uh, okay. And that's because next up we have the worst superhero costume uh, category. Excellent. Mm. To which I have included Reed's homemade stretching suit from Fantastic Four, which, if you remember, included just like a jumpsuit that he put a bunch of hoses on or something. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was weird. weird. (laughs) The bat nipple bat suits from Batman and Robin. Oh, that's a good one. It's most infamous so far. What I have referred to as the sea green eye CGI (laughs) costume from Green Lantern. The The whole thing, yes. The full leather biker fleck outfit from Daredevil. Okay. I don't hate that. I one don't that hate much. that one either. And finally, Dama Matrix, as I have dubbed it, from that Catwoman. I think is look, yo, Catwoman. <clears throat> she looks hot in that suit. She looks though. hot, Holy but that's shit. totally wrong. Like she's wearing like heels with open toes. <laughs> I mean, all these are bad, yeah. but for me, I mean, the nipples still live on in infamy. I mean, that's that's got to be the one of the worst decisions ever made to put nipples on a costume. Yeah, that is a weird decision. Like all these are like questionable decisions, but. Nipples from the get go. No one was like, "Wait a minute, what, well, wait, you're putting nipples." They on put them? nipples in Watchmen. It didn't bother me, right? So I think they put nipples in Watchmen because they were making fun of them. 
Oh, Schumacher. Yeah. Oh, just the idea. I mean, the Green Lantern run for me I, is that's close. That's very possible, but I yeah. They that's, were... that's my thought. Is it went you you threw nipples <laughs> on a costume? Then, I remember somewhere somewhere <laughs> along the way, I think someone had said that I think the reason he he claims the reason he did that was he was trying to make it as like an homage to like Roman armor. Ah, because I guess I Roman see, armor was nipples? like sculpted to look like just golden like chests sure, that Schumacher. even had nipples. Yeah, but like at the same time. You don't need it. Didn't help. I think nipples got to win this. I mean, I think Green Lantern is a close second, but bad nipples. Come on. Get it I didn't out find of the there. Green Lantern costume all that bad, to be His honest. Floaty with eyes was the worst. Yeah, those it did bother me, but I, I guess the nipples are bad. Like I said, I kind of like all the costumes in that movie suck. Green Lantern in, in, in Batman and Robin. Bat, yeah, no, Batman yeah. and Robin. Yes, yeah. I think. I mean, Batgirl's costume yes. is like fucking a screamer. The weird silver and blue and whatever, all that bullshit that they're all in. It's so it's got to be bat nipples. In fact, the whole fucking movie. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, get the fuck out of here! Giving it to that one, bat nipples. Get the fuck out of here! All right. So next up, we have the worst on-screen chemistry. Oh, that's a good one. Which I have offered up to the whole cast of Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Leah Thompson and an animatronic duck uh, in Howard the Duck. Okay. Halle Berry and Benjamin Bratt in Catwoman. Yeah. Nick Cage and Eva Mendez in Ghost Rider. And finally, Christian Bale, and I had to look this up so I knew I pronounced it right, and Marion Cotillard Marion. from The Dark Knight Rises. Those are mm, some that's good, tough. What do you guys think? Those are I, some it's, good an easy, it's an easy one for me. Really? I think Leia Thompson and the Duck did well together. I think it's a cast of Fantastic Four. All four of them uh, were forgettable. And uh, you, I don't even remember who the thing was or anything the thing did. So it's like they kind of like made those characters so like. Michael B. Jordan, they're though. Suppo- yeah, but they're supposed to be like. Tight. A very yeah, family. Yeah, family. A very entertaining <laughs> family to watch with like rapport. Yeah, like a wholesome and, you family. Know, and, and remember and, and Imran, drama. It, is, it is chemistry, not just which of these had Michael B. Jordan. Which in of it. these is yeah. Michael B. Jordan been in? All of them. I mean, I like think Leah Thompson and Howard the Duck actually do have chemistry. I thought they had chemistry. And I think Nick Cage and Eva Mendes are fine. Christian Bale and Mary and Cotillard is a good one because they had no chemistry. They yeah, they're just still saying. But their I lines. think your argument for Fantastic Four is a good one because there's four of them and nobody can fucking do yeah, anything. Yeah. You you would think they'd there'd be a pairing that yeah, could work. Yeah, none of it. None yeah, of it worked. There Get it is. Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Next up, we are going with the worst script. Oh, boy. And I've even given the writers of these. Oh, great. So that they oh, can be. So we can properly. I was going to say, so they can be dragged through the mud. I will mention, I will at mention them on Twitter, each and every one, when this episode goes out. Oh, Thank you for that. <laughs> that. And so the scripts that we have gone with include R.I.P.D. by Peter Lenkov, Matt Manfredi, and Phil Hay. X-Men Origins Wolverine by David Benioff, yeah, as we all know from Game of Thrones yeah. fa- wow. fame. Yeah. And Skip Woods, who we don't know. Oh, great name. Catwoman by John Brancato, Mike Ferris, and John Rogers. You know those household names. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 2 by Alec Kurtzman, Alex Kurtzman, Robert Orchie, and Jeff Pinker. I've heard of all those Yeah, they're still working. And Alien 3 by David Geiler, Walter Hill, and Larry Walter Ferguson. Walter Hill? I mean, Hill, that's a yeah. big name. The Warriors. Yeah, yeah that was the one. This but is right. a tough one for me. And Walter Hill was a producer on all of the Alien movies before that. But that's the one where 17 people wrote on the fucking movie. Wow. Yes. This, uh, and this is, this is specifically the script 
That is the last of like the 14 scripts that they put out. I want to say Catwoman. I hate that movie so much. Oh, shit. It just makes me angry. Like, R.I.P.D. is just bad. I don't think the source material is that great. Yeah, 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 I agree. Uh, X-Men has got great source material, and uh, they fucking screwed the pooch on that one. Catwoman, uh, I don't know if she's got great source material, but, I mean, Frank Miller wrote some great stuff, and uh, year one, she was good. So, like, I don't know. It's like... Uh, now, remember, this is... We've already done source yeah, material there, right? This the is movie. just this saying, movie on like, its own. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, for them not to be able to cobble a script together yeah, from, I get you. from from things. Oh, I see. And, um, you know, I'm going to go Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Because that script is so congested with so many different things going on, and they still kept going down the path of continuing the untold story of Peter's yeah. parents, which no one mm. gives a fuck about. Mm. And there's literally a scene where Peter discovers coins in a fucking calculator <laughs> uh, that lead to an underground subway. tunnel what? that then pull up a train from underneath the ground That's that happened terrible. to be uh, Peter's dad's uh, secret lab. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, this out yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. and it's so fucking bad. Plus, you think the movie's over. Oh, no, there's still a whole fucking Green Goblin bullshit we gotta get to. Uh, Can I reemphasize? There is coins in a calculator <laughs> that lead to an underground but tunnel that are his dad's. Think, is it worse than Catwoman? <laughs> I can't, I don't, yeah. But see, Catwoman's just a two thousands mistake. Yes, I think I I chalked that up to just they had the wrong they they were down the wrong path of superheroes. Yeah. Whereas Amazing Spider-Man Two had a coins in a calculator <laughs> that led to an underground I give, that I was give, this man's secret lab. Pretty passionate I do give argument. Anthony the benefit that while Catwoman was a mistake of them trying to get back into the game after Batman and Robin right, failed, right. Amazing Spider-Man 2 already saw Spider-Man 3 fail yeah. and went, and they jumped guys, we can make it even more <laughs> oh, convoluted. Yes! <laughs> I think that you're passionate... Uh, argument for that is gonna. I think that takes. <laughs> I, it. I, I just like saying the coins and the, the fucking yes, calculator. Yes, that's, that's, yeah, I'll let Anthony get the fuck. Out. I think. I think he also Peter Parker looks up how batteries work in that yes, movie. He does. There was a lot. He of, does yes. Google how a battery works, <laughs> and he does. He does what? get the idea to Lame. try and uh, magnetize his um, uh, web shooters. Yeah. From having somebody on uh, the new the local news yelling at him about why he hadn't done that already. Right. And then there's also a part in the script where he's coaching uh, Gwen Stacy on how to like turn off the machine, the electric, and he's he's just like push the button, and there's this big button that says like this is the button, basically. <laughs> yeah, I think it just says like off, off, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that show. I think that so, one yeah, wins. That, that, Easy. That's what I got. Yeah, I think you're right. They have Peter Parker looking up batteries. Yes, yeah. he's supposed makes, to be one of the smartest people on, in the no universe. Sense. Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! We have our last three major categories now. Ooh, this is the big golden ruggies. Starting off with worst director. Oh, oh boy! And oh, I right. have decided to offer up Josh Trank for Fantastic Four. Uh huh. Uh huh. Joel Schumacher for Batman and Robin. Uh huh. Rest in peace. Mark Steven Johnson doing a double booking for Daredevil oh, and Ghost Rider. Oh my God! Pitoff for Catwoman. That is weird. And finally, Mark <laughs> Webb for Amazing Spider-Man. Ooh, this too. is tough. Wow, I'm, Mark Steven Johnson with two. I'm going with Schumacher right off the bat. Really? Yeah, okay. because I feel like that he he had all of this good stuff going with with Tim Burton, like kind of like setting it up for him, and he just blew yeah, it. But to his and, credit, he did what he was told to do, and it was to sell toys and make it look like toys. 
the only reason I could argue against that argument is he had already made Batman Forever, so yeah. someone was telling him, hey, man, you're doing a great job. Keep doing this. Keep right. doing yes, it. We want more of this. Exactly. So that, I don't think that's his fault. He's a good director. I don't know. But in this in this movie, he was the worst. Yes, this, really this is specifically him directing Batman on, and Robin. Not, you got to be kidding me, Imran. You have a good director in general. You have George Clooney. You have fucking Uma Thurman. Well, this was the Bat card. You have fucking top notch actors. This, you, have, this, you have Jim Carrey or whatever. How, I mean, this, the writing is shit. It's a fucking circus. How are you going to direct this shit? I feel like he did the best he could. I don't know. It was just a shit but show. But now look at Mark. This is tough. Mark Stephen Johnson has he's destroyed so many movies. He has yeah, two like, on here. He made an earnest Daredevil movie. Yeah, I actually don't think in comparison to the uh, these others, Daredevil's not as bad yeah. as some of these others. Yeah, that's Ghost Rider is no, just, bad. But I just threw in Daredevil because he had directed two different movies on that's, our list. That, that's great. So yeah, I can two. also argue for Pitoff, who has never done anything, and he's a weirdo. And that movie has a million edits. You count. You can't count to four before yeah. it cuts to another scene throughout the whole movie gives you a headache if that's the director and the way he shot the basketball scene is fucking weird like i, I think it's gonna be peed off because he hasn't he didn't do shit after yeah, this like that's a different that's a different argument mm, I don't know. you're talking about actually like his directing yeah it's worst director skill. talk about his directing yeah if I, I would i would actually lean towards imran because his his skill in that movie is just awful yeah he, i think that joel schumacher made bad choices i think yeah. he's skilled I just think he made bad choices. Pitoff makes bad choices, and he's not. And he's not skilled. We need a tiebreaker. <laughs> what do we do? I'll no, I go. I'll go with Pitoff. Yeah, let's oh, go with Pitoff. So we're, we're moving towards Pitoff. Get the fuck out of here. Let's give him run a win. Uh, once get, the fuck out of here, Pitoff. get the fuck out of here, Pitoff. Yeah, kind of, who goes by that? Your, just one name too. Yeah, when you go by one uh, name. Yeah, I was going to say it's name. also the fact that he's he's a weird French director is, with one name. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. It just he it's it, it's his name is Pitophile. They just cut it out. Fucking so pretentious fuck Pitoff. Get a last I, name. Oh, God. What was... Oh, it was um, uh, IT crowd. Oh, when, yes. Uh, the one character was dating a man Peter, named Peter, Peter File. Is there a Peter File here? Is there a Peter File here? A Peter File. I'm a Peter File. <laughs> I love IT crowd. It's so great. Okay. Moving on. We are now at the worst actor. Oh, boy. Of these movies. Now, granted... um. Some of these, some of these may be a little, a little contentious, but I'm going to go with. Oh boy! First off, Tobey Maguire in Spider Man. Oh 3. no, I don't like this. Ryan Reynolds in Green wow. Lantern. Wow. Jennifer Garner in Daredevil. Okay. Dolph Lundgren in Masters of the Universe. What to? And finally, Dane DeHaan. Oh shit! In Amazing Spider Man. Oh, I feel like. Uh, that uh, Jamie Foxx was robbed in this category. Oh, no. <laughs> he should have got a nomination. He tried so hard to be he, bad. He, didn't yeah. get he nominated was campaigning too. so hard. <laughs> Listen, I think you you leave my boy Toby McGuire alone. Oh, he does not deserve to be in here. He's original I mean, I Spider-Man. I feel like that Toby did what he was told he to did. do. This, he does this is it why well. I said it would be contentious. I knew Ibram was going to get real mad that I put Toby McGuire. And Lundgren doesn't have the skills to do anything. Uh, so he's like, he was batting a thousand. Jamie Foxx should that's be in there for Toby. I would vote for Dolph Lundgren. I would go for Dane or DeHaan. Dane, no, I would vote for Dane DeHaan. Yes, I changed my vote. Okay, because I, I was going to be the tiebreaker yeah. and I haven't seen Dolph Lundgren, yeah. but the name that stuck out to me was Dane DeHaan. No, I definitely, in that movie. Especially since he was a promising actor yes. coming into yeah. that movie. Yeah. Yes. They they pushed real hard on the fact that he was going to be in it, and watching him in that movie is like getting your teeth drilled. Yes, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the worst. I mean, the, the, the line delivery yeah, the entire so time. Weird. 
so strange. Yes, it's, not a good story. He's like, he's like whispering, like menacing, like saying things really slowly. I want to know what he thought the character of uh, Harry Osborne was. Because I don't know. He didn't know like, what the, it was. The, the script. He didn't know. The what script it was. is offering up. Like it's it's Harry Osborne. He has been over in Europe for ten years dating models, and he's unbelievably rich, and so on. And, so, and like he just plays him as like the creepiest little fucker. Yeah. I think uh, the ruggy golden ruggy should go to Dane DeHaan. What do you? Everyone agreed. Agreed. Get the fuck out of here. Toby McGuire should not be in this list. <laughs> Anyways. Last one. Oh, this is exciting. Finally. <laughs> this Top. one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit this oh, one out because really? I've seen only two of them. Oh, movies. you son of a bitch. Okay. Finally, we are going to make it to our last category of the night, the worst film overall oh, that we have covered so far in What the Fuck Happened. And the nominations go to <laughs> Fantastic Four 2015, R.I.P.D., Howard the Duck, Catwoman, and Ghost Rider. Oh, God, this is so hard. Uh, I'm a, for me, I'm taking Howard the Duck off the table because I loved that episode. Like, I'll le- re-listen to it. It's worst <laughs> so... film, not the worst episode, Imran. I know, but because of that, <laughs> which, I feel which like... Which do we think was the worst episode we ever made? I think it's unfair. <laughs> I, I don't... It's kind of a, fun, the one it's with a fun movie, and it's That's Marvel's hilarious. first movie. And I just... For me, I, the, the, the episode we did means more to me than the movie Howard the Duck. But I... Mm. I got to see, okay, this is the way I'm going to play this, is that what is redeeming for me yeah. in the film that will make me will think about watching it? All right, so um, Nick Cage, Ghost Rider, being weird. I might want to throw it on just to laugh. Yes, I uh, agree. Halle Berry looks hot in the Catwoman costume. Yeah, I guess. All right, um, Howard the Duck has got Leah Thompson uh, in underwear yes. a lot. And uh, that's fun. There's naked, there's naked ducks. There's duck boobs. There's duck I think. boobies. There's a loose condom. Yeah, there's duck boobies. Come on, there's, it's there's, great. But f- I can't. I don't want to watch Fantastic Four. But I definitely never want to see R.I.P. That movie is completely forgettable. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I mean, from there's that movie. nothing in there. Is there anything? Is there boobs in it? Is there no, anything there anything about any it? The reason the, mm-hmm. this was the one that I was going to say I had at least uh, a, a, a bone to pick with was R.I.P.D. because not only is it unbelievably forgettable? Yes. But every aspect of that movie is just so hackneyed and so it's just it's it's literally just ripped off from Men in Black, yeah. but half baked, yeah, more not as developed, yeah. Wow, that may be. It's not even a film. I don't even think. Like Howard no, the Duck is an actual movie. What? I will I will give Fantastic Four credit for as much as I hate that movie. They tried something for at least half of it. But does the fact yeah. that they clearly the second half, you could see the producers come in and re- finish it. Does that ruin the movie? They tried something for the first half and then allowed it to get all fucked up. I will say the second half did still None have of these movies are good. Imran. did still oh, have yeah. a bad a version of Dr. Doom <laughs> blowing people's heads up. That's and true. That's pretty fucking awesome. That's I, true. I would, my uh, the one comment I have is. Maybe the producers came in because they realized what Josh <laughs> yes. Tank had filmed was complete garbage. Yeah, possibly. Sure, and it's not going to work. I don't, okay, so now I, I'm thinking. I'm leaning. I'm between Catwoman and R.I.P.D. Then the Catwoman is Catwoman's terrible. Really bad. It's really bad. So it R.I.P.D. Really better be really fucking bad. It's, it's, it's forgettable. So worse the, the than most, being bad. It's yeah. It's forgettable. Make it bad. It's one of those things where I think, as I look back on it, like watching Catwoman, it's a bad fucking movie. Yeah. 
but I had fun making fun of it. Yes. R.I.P.D. was a movie that not only was it bad, but it was fucking boring. It, it was uninteresting. Yeah, it was like, why even, am I watching this third-rate film? Read. You can't because, even make fun of you know? it. Well, because it's just there's nothing there. It's just fucking horseshit. And it's it's like not even not even Jeff Bridges going over the top yeah, as yeah. one character yeah. makes me want to watch it more than I would say watching Catwoman. So I could go like, oh god, this is fucking. I think we have a winner then for worst film overall. What do you guys think? Agreed? Agreed. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's a tie, but like, yeah, I think RIPD can edge it out. It's a rough run, but I think RIPD wins by like a hair. Just edges it out. Good for you, RIPD. You did something good. They won something. (laughs) (laughs) You won the Razzies and the worst film. And what the fuck happened? You won gold. (laughs) Bong and a blintz. Uh, This one's a keeper. Are you eating your skin flakes again? Uh, No, no, (laughs) you crazy Dutch bastard. (laughs) Yeah, we could just do the the Austin Powers lines all night. Okay, well, (laughs) Del Howard, this is it. We're at the big moment. We were teasing. We are at the big moment. I also realized there's one thing I didn't do earlier. Yes. I mentioned that um, Howard the Duck was an episode we did because it was requested. I neglected to mention that we also did Ghost Rider. Yes, that was a Patreon request. Because Glenn Smith had requested it. So, sorry, Glenn. I did not mean to forget you. I'm just bad at at my job. God damn it. Uh, (laughs) Damn it. Uh, So, 14 What the Fuck Happens. Over the past five years, we are ready to do number 15. Del Howard, I'm going to give you. I found a drum roll effect. I don't know what it sounds like. Let's, oh, that, oh, that's, that's motorboating. Is that a? I should find a. Yeah, we, need a we need a. We need a. I should. But cue the motorboat. We will, in fact, be covering in our fifteenth episode of What the Fuck Happened, the nineteen eighty seven train wreck, Superman four, the quest for peace. Whoops. Whoa, that actually kind of worked, and it was an accident. Oh, that's a good pick. <laughs> oh shit! Yes, I've never seen it. This uh, listener, if you want to prepare, it is available on HBO Max right now. Uh, who did somebody request this? Well, there was, we had plenty of requests that had been coming through. Um, this had been uh, requested by Bonner Demling as well. You may say that, oh, I'm being biased because we're dating, and yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I apologize for everyone who voted and feels like their vote didn't mean anything. Um, actually, we had a lot of really great ideas. Yeah. Um, I really liked Godzilla. Um, yeah. I really liked... Um, Which Godzilla? 1998. 1998's Godzilla. Ooh, yeah. Yes, that's right. That was, that was a close run between that and Yeah, and that would have been... We could still we'll do deal. all these movies. Right. I know, like, and that's the yeah. thing, is yeah. any of the ones that came up, it's yeah. not like I'm going to be like, oh, well, fuck it, we're never going to do this movie. Like, honestly, I think after we do Superman, yeah. Godzilla 98 is the next one we're doing. Let's do it. I'm down. We'll have a, uh, a nice weekend and have a little change of I pace. I mean, I would like to... I, I haven't seen that Superman. I would, yeah. I'd like to watch Misery for a little bit. There you go. Superman um, And the, the biggest reason that I went for it was um, Superman 4 is not only considered probably one of the worst comic book movies that was ever made, but also is considered one of the worst movies in general yes. that was ever made. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, shit. So I can't in order wait. for us to knock out five years and to do something big, I didn't want to just go back and be like, oh, well, now we'll do, you know, X-Men 3. Well, it's that, a good pick. Yeah, because I felt it will go with what is considered to be the movie that destroyed what superhero movies could have been. Yes, for a long time. Until Batman <laughs> yeah, came out until in 89. Batman it's 89. got a real interesting backstory, too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
I'm yeah. excited. So Chris, well, I, I won't even ask. <laughs> I was going to ask if this is the movie with Christopher Reeve. But he's replaced kind of, but we'll get into it in the we'll review. Yes, we'll, we'll go through a lot of it. Uh, no, and you know, uh, all, the, all the suggestions you listeners sent in, that's a great list for upcoming What the We fucks. didn't listen to any of them. No, we, no we're going we're gonna to do them. And I also realized like, we've done all these. We haven't even touched the fucking Punisher movies. Oh, shit. Holy shit. I was like, how have we not done a Punisher movie? Oh, they're all dreadful. They're so oh, no, bad. That, that was the thing, as I said to Imran, I was like here's the list of what's been uh requested but here's also a list of just things i have thought of yeah. as well it's like another fucking 15 plus movies we, oh, that yeah. included all three of the punisher films we can easily which, do this for another five years there no were problem. three punisher films yes 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 there was, the, Dolph there was the Dolph Lundgren one in 88 oh, i keep forgetting the Dolph Lundgren thomas jane and Thomas yeah. Shane, and then Ray the one Stevenson. with uh, Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson he's spinning yeah. on the chandelier upside down while he's shooting people. Which I'm going to tell you right. <laughs> brutal. I'm going to tell you right now that one's going to be rough for me because I fucking love that movie. Well, we might. Maybe we do the Dolph Lundgren <laughs> movie. That was bad too. That's the closest to comics. It is the no. Ray Stevenson. You, one. You've got what's the the jigsaw play? Yeah. Like he's so awful that Eric. Six times oh crazy. yeah, no, uh, Dominic something or other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. or something. I don't yeah. know. That's, oh that's yeah, that was him. No, 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 it's not. Isn't Dominic Purcell plays a heat wave or something? Yeah, Dominic Purcell is yeah, from yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Prison Break and Legends yeah, of Tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what I will say is that is the movie we have chosen. Yay! If you are disappointed, I am sorry. If you're excited, good. If you're middling on this, mm, thanks. <laughs> I'm super excited. And Del Howard, thanks for doing all that work. Uh, I'm going to share this spreadsheet on our Patreon listener i might just make it for free so go to the patreon you could see all the work because i want people you did do a lot of work in the spreadsheet i want yeah, people did. to acknowledge it Thank you. Nerd. look at my spreadsheet look at my spreadsheet all day long let's do some quick news from the nation it's time for news from the nation Thanks. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. That's the, the mantra for what the fuck happened. Uh, news. God, you guys are the most shock jocks. Uh, uh, <laughs> Coming up, traffic and welding on the fives. Here's Lisa Shoot Larry. What? Yes. Fuck that show. Uh, look, we I was catching up. I have a comment from our resident science advisor guy, Dr. Adam Morris, PhD. Oh, shit. Uh, comment from a few weeks ago. He says, hey, all. Catching up on some backlog episodes, and I realized I missed a science cue. Imran Anthony and Rugboy asked why a mask doesn't stop fart smell from penetrating to your nostrils. That's a good question. Remember we talked about that, you guys, with the lady? Yeah, I do remember the lady claimed that. that. So I wonder it right now. So he says, I feel this is the best use of my science skills yet, by the way. Well, we, what we said was, why can we smell the farts right. even though people wear pants and underwear? Yes. Very good question. So, Adam Morris, the stank is caused by sulfur dioxide, a molecule that is similar in structure to carbon dioxide. The size of pores and masks obviously allow most CO2 to penetrate or we all be dropping dead or at least losing consciousness regularly. Sulfur is a big atom, uh, is a bigger atom than carbon. One row lower on the periodic table. And SO2 uh, is a bent molecule, not a linear one, like CO2. Even though sulfur dioxide is slightly larger, much of it would still be able to penetrate pores in the mask. The same ones that carbon dioxide exits through. Unlike carbon dioxide, the bent angle of sulfur dioxide and the electronegativity difference between sulfur and the oxygen also make it polar 
charged at both ends, one positive, one negative. So it is possible that some sulfur dioxide will be caught up by the mask and it could decrease the intensity of the fart stink, but it wouldn't catch it all. Practical fart science brought to you by the Jock and Nerd Science Guy. Jock and Nerd! Amazing. I just feel, you guys follow that? Makes sense? I hate chemistry. I was not. I think my brain just farted. I I remember (laughs) taking chemistry class, and I'm like, "When am I going to have to know how much a mole is? When is any of this going to be useful?" But here it is, useful right here. How much a mole? Yeah, like a mole is like a measurement. It's like a. Oh, that's right. right. Like, I got a mole. Like mole, mole, mole. Don't say mole. Don't say mole. Don't say mole. Mole, mole, guacamole. (laughs) So that's why you should wear a mask and still wear underwear when you fart. (laughs) <laughs> and you can spread them. Ah, uh, Dalhauer comment. Does that do you follow? Is that science uh, track? Oh, you are you trying to start another fight between me and Adam Morris? <laughs> oh shit! I what forgot. The fuck is wrong no, with sorry. you? <laughs> Don't answer. Disregard. Also, no. I, I I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know more than him. <laughs> he said that. Yes, absolutely. I agree, and I agree that he's right. And if he turns out to be wrong, then I agree. <laughs> I still agree. <laughs> uh, Fiddlesticks Winterbottom the third. Shared a link, uh, this article that's titled Mozart meets COVID-19 Finnish opera adapts classic piece. The article is about this Finnish opera in, uh, taking a Mozart piece and including, uh, coronavirus and quarantine. And he starts off with something that I said is the way to start a comment. He says, Imran was right. Oh shit. He knows how to start his comments. Maybe Corona slash COVID movies will become a new subgenre of film. I don't know how the nation feels, but I don't need or want COVID-19 in my entertainment unless it is a movie about the corona shutting down movie theaters forever, thus preventing people from watching an endless deluge of movies with plots about corona. The cast must also perform totally nude because movies these days just do not have enough full frontal nudity. Anyways, if operas are not already annoying enough, this was in response to remember I freaked out. I was like, everything's going to be every fictional. Yeah, you had a meltdown. Del Howard, what do you think? Do you see a future where every fictional contemporary piece of fiction has to write in what's going on? Or can we pretend it didn't happen and still write stuff like that? You know what I'm saying? So the question is, does every form of fiction from now on have to acknowledge the fact that COVID exists? For example, say like the Flash comes back next season. Do they all have to be wearing fucking medical masks because there's coronavirus everywhere? Does it need to be in there? Does it need to be in your No, because it takes place in a fictional fucking world. What about like cop shows and law law shows and stuff that takes place, you know, in a real city? No, it takes place in a fictional fucking world. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, but this is happening on Hulu. I watch this because my wife watches these like rom-com uh, ro- romantic drama <laughs> shows. There is a series on Hulu called Love in the Time of Corona. It's a play on love in the time of cholera, but it's all about how people are adjusting to relationships and being stuck together and stuff comes out and how they continue. And I was like, oh boy, here it is. It's all going to be about this. But of course, I'm overreacting, which is what I do. Yeah. No, see, if you're going to make a story that involves corona, fine. But no, you don't have to start writing it into everything to acknowledge the fact that it happened. If you yeah, want like to when sit- 9-11, they didn't just fucking make everything about 9-11. Yeah. If, if you decide down the road you're going to set a story in 2020, then yeah, you have to acknowledge the fact that coronavirus existed in 2020. But if you're going to set a story that just happens to take place around that time, you're also not meant to make it a factor. The, but here's the problem. Now you can't really <laughs> shoot any sex scenes, any kissing scenes, any group scenes, any location shots 
do you just not explain that or you write it like the, you're, you're getting really limited into the things you could do? <laughs> Imran, did you ever see the movie Reservoir Dogs? I did. That movie took place in a warehouse. It did. And it was all just kind and of made, made up on the spot. There was other locations. There was a restaurant. There was the roof. Great. The bathroom. There was one other location. It was mostly that warehouse and the car. They have like found Imran ways to get argument. around having to take limitations <laughs> in making film for fucking decades. All right. All I right. think they'll figure we'll see. it out. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I love I love this. Uh, okay. I, lo- I love that Imran was just freaking out about this. I like freaking this. out about this. Telling you it's going to happen in Fiddlesticks to seize the trend, too. Uh, let's finish up, you guys, with some What Are We Watching? Because holy shit, is there a ton of content out there to keep you busy right now? By the time this show posts, here's stuff you can watch. Like we mentioned, Bill and Ted is on VOD, also in small movie theaters. Um, it's at 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. It did top the VOD charts, as well as Chad McBoseman films that we talked about earlier. So it's doing well. The New Mutants is out. Oh, shit. 33% Rotten Tomatoes score. It made about $7 million opening weekend, and currently it's about $10 million worldwide. So that's what that's doing. And Tenant will be out. Uh, that's uh, 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. It's already made $53 million worldwide. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so it's not doing bad worldwide. They, But, you know, the virus receded there first and then got hot here. So they, I think they have a little more lead time into people getting comfortable. But people are going to see it. Hmm. I might see it still. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. I, I might have to fire up my Chrome stick in the uh, other way to. F- I'm going to see things. it. I just don't. I, I'll rephrase. I just don't know if I'll see it in a theater. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, it may be a trip to the, the drive-in for me again. The drive-in's great. If it shows at the drive-in, man, I'd be, I'd be there all day. Which was- uh, very quick for you, Imran. Yeah. Because uh, Adam Morris put it in the nation yeah. only an hour before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, Chris Nolan has uh, given his endorsement for the star of Tenant, John David Washington, to be the one to play Green Lantern in the oh, DC uh, universe. He would be great. We were even like, you know, we were talking about recasting T'Challa down the line years. Uh, he would be great. John David Washington would be a good Black Panther, too. But he would be a great John Stewart. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I like John. I liked him in uh, Black Klansman. Black Klansman. He's great. He's really good. He is very good. At times, too, when he starts yelling, yeah. and he, if you close your eyes, yeah, you, you kind of hear Denzel. Denzel. Yeah. You hear, oh, yeah. You hear him, his kind of pattern. Okay, so that's in the theaters. If you're going to go out, wear a mask, buy a jock and nerd mask, visit our shop, link in the show notes. But at home, streaming, there's a ton of shit. On Netflix, I checked out this uh, docuseries from Netflix, High Score, about the evolution awesome. of video games. Yeah, Very good. Very good. Only six episodes. Really well done. I didn't know that, like, I uh, was it. Uh, it's good? It's very good. Okay. Like space, I, I had no idea. Was it Space Invaders that actually invented the concept of a high score? Like there was no scores on games until Space yeah. Invader. That was crazy. You learn a lot of cool stuff. Cobra Kai seasons one and two on Netflix. Oh, shit. And suddenly this show that's been out for a few years, everybody is consuming this. I caught up on season two. It's great. It's so fucking good, dude. It's so good. Anthony, you like Karate Kid. You got to watch this shit. I know. I, I, I'm in a chat with a couple guys that go to G-Fest, and uh, they talk about it a lot. I'm, I think I'm thinking it's funny. It. Is, it's, it is the same thing as like how, oh, it was it was on YouTube Premium yep. for a nobody while bought, after it, nobody, when it first came out. No one saw that. it. Yeah. Now that Netflix has it, everybody's fucking watching it. It's like how earlier this year, um, the Avatar, the last yes, airbender cartoon yep. wound up on Netflix. Yep. 
and suddenly there was a huge fucking resurgence of people watching that now that it was out. Yeah, it's Cobra Kai. Yeah, was was great, that was a great series. Yeah. I gotta watch that. Cobra Kai was trending in the top ten, number one. But, but the problem is, yeah. and you're gonna hint at this, is there's a lot coming out. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. now on Netflix released the Charlie Kaufman mindfuck movie, I'm thinking of ending oh, things. Fuck, I gotta watch that, that is on eighty it has eighty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm really excited to see this weird ass fucking movie. I love the Charlie Kaufman. Del, how are you a fan of Kaufman? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that one. What do you think? I thought Adaptation was an amazing yeah. fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, th- this new movie looks wild. That Okay, moving on. The dog on. shaking the entire time. Yeah, the trailer. in the trailer. Real, the real, dog, real skin crawling. The sound of it just the whole time, like it's stuck. I, I, I don't know what to expect. It's going to be a trip. Uh, on HBO Max, there is an awesome documentary called Class Action Park. Oh, shit. About the notoriously dangerous New Jersey amusement park. I Action have seen park. it. And I give it my uh, my endorsement for the sheer fact that I grew up in that fucking town. In Vernon, New Jersey. I grew up in Vernon, New Jersey. Have you, I've did you been ever, to Action Park. You've been to Action Park. What year was this? Yes. This was in the 90s. Oh, so shit. this was after a lot of the big shit that but, happened. Yeah, it was open yeah, from... I've, have you gone, Rugs? Did you go? Oh, many times. Really? Yeah. It opened in the late 70s to the 90s. Five people fucking died in this park. Every time I went there, I would get the hamburger feet and my toes would scrape. Oh, open it's awful. And yeah, just pay, hot awful. pavement everywhere. The dock is amazing when you learn that it was just run by teenagers and it was super dangerous, but it was kind of a badge of honor to go there and get a scar. Oh, yeah. No, so I, I have I have fond memories of being with my friends going down the Colorado River where we would then have everybody stay in the, the raft and one person at a time would then bail out the back <laughs> and water ski down the oh, ride. No. You could just do whatever yes, you want. Yes, you really yeah. could. They, the people, there's kids, teenagers drinking, going on these fucked up rides. Great documentary. Uh, also, the D- Ridley Scott series Raised by Wolves is starting on HBO Max. That'll start this weekend. That looks mm. weird. Yeah, that looks I weird. I want to check that I out. I, I'm check really that Androids that raising humans in the future. Over on Disney Plus, here's the big experiment. Mulan is out for thirty dollars for premier. Call it. They're calling it premier access. You own the movie. Will my reflection show? Two things are going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to watch them people how much money Tenet makes and how much money Mulan makes if they even disclose. I don't know if the Disney Plus will disclose the money. (laughs) But I'm wondering, these are both $200 million, huge, big blockbuster tentpole movies with completely different distribution things. It's going to be interesting to watch. However, if you don't want to pay the 30 bucks, listener, if you wait till December, it is free to all Disney Plus subscribers in December, they said. Yeah, they they accidentally leaked that. So what do you do? Do you pay the 30 bucks now or do you just wait? It's only three months. The only people are well, very starved for Are content. we reviewing this? We, we're going to get it. I want everyone to get it because I want them to. I want it for it to be so good that they have to put out Black Widow the same way. Oh, shit. That's the only reason I'm going to give them the $30. And we'll review it. Because I can watch it at home. I'll watch it at home. I'm, I'll watch it. Finally, if that's not enough stuff to watch, The Boys Season 2 on Amazon uh, oh, will shit. launch this week. as launched with, I think, with three episodes, and then it's a weekly drop of episodes. So you won't be able to binge it all at once. So we'll review it at the end? Uh, well, maybe we give uh, we watch the first three and give our thoughts and then review it at the end. I don't know. Okay. Don't Whatever know. you want. There's plenty of stuff to watch, though. Here's the thing. There's a lot coming out. This, this isn't like the spring, summer. Shit. Is the wolf thing one episode at a time like the other one? Uh, um, on HBO Max series? Oh, that's a good question. They have I think it is. It might be cuz they cuz they cuz Doom Patrol did it one week at a time on Watchmen HBO Max. Watchmen did it one yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say because Watch, I know uh, Lovecraft Country which is technically on regular HBO, that's regular HBO. is on HBO yeah. Max. Yeah. 
uh, is going week to week. But Doom Patrol was also week to week, and that was just on HBO Max. So it's probably going to be a weekly. Well, Doom Patrol, wasn't that just them putting the seasons from uh, DC Universe? Yes, but the second season, it was already on HBO Max. So it was. Wow. It was you can't binge. Yeah. You can't really binge the show. No, you can't binge the boys or Raised by the Wolves. Raised by Wolves, not the Wolves. So raised by the Wolves. Raised by the Wolves. Along with I dancing with them. Dance. I was raised by them. I danced with them. I eat dinner with them. Uh, and then one final announcement. Anthony and myself made a guest appearance on Voice from the Underground with our buddy Dutch and Big Haas and uh, their new guy, Mikey. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. It was a lot of fun. Oh, they got a new guy? Uh, a new guy, yeah. like a producer type guy? Yeah. But he comments. And, yeah, Interesting stuff. Show. Does does he respond to the name Jamie, and does he pull things up when they want him to? <laughs> no, he will. Uh, Only when they refer to him as young Jamie, young Jamie. then he does. Yeah. Oh, there good you young go. Jamie. <laughs> he will. Uh, he, no, he was good. He's a cool guy. I really, uh, it was nice meeting him. He may come me over. a video of a stork show. ripping a baby apart. Trust me, you'll love this. <laughs> oh, my God. Watch this. You guys got to watch this. That's the best of the podcast where they like watch a video and, you, and I'm you're like, listening what audio you, what and you're you, not watching. What, you're like, what's great, going can't on? See can't shit. see what Can you're you talking describe about. it at least? Yeah. When Joe Rogan spends an hour and a half talking about how this video he found on YouTube by a guy who's a, quote, karate master is bullshit. <laughs> and you just all you hear is very vague sounds in the background. Like and then thugs. Joe laughing. <laughs> yeah, like this is compelling. Content. Fucking great radio. It's great radio. <laughs> Del Howard, thank you so much for all your work. Why don't you plug your shit? Where can the people find you online? Absolutely. Um, you can find me online. <laughs> At Twitter. Um, you can find me online. <laughs> Good just luck. find me there. <laughs> just look for me. Yo. You have to earn it. Uh, I'm on Twitter at mdelhowervo. You can also find the Ginger Geek Podcast, which, yes, it's back. Yeah. Wow. Pog form. Nice. Um, which uh, put an episode out two weeks ago about Bill and Ted. Imran has plugged it. I appreciate I it so much. That. I yes. didn't even tell him to do that. No, he didn't. And you know I love to tell Imran what to do. Send the check by next week, Rob. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, you can find that on Spotify. You can find that on iTunes or P- Apple Podcast or whatever it's called now. And most of the places where you can find podcasts normally, uh, you can also find it on Facebook, the Ginger Geek Podcast, or on Twitter. You can search the Ginger Geek Podcast, or you can just look for at GNGR Geek Pod. Yeah, Rugs, where can they find you online? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Really Rug Boy, and just uh, you can find that. In your phone. Are your followers picking up at all, Rugs? Huh? Is anybody following you? Are you getting any new people? Is your number going up? <laughs> no. <laughs> following you? Why would we follow People stop following me. They started oh, I started dropping God off. Damn it. We got to give Rugs some more followers. When I was like, this is the thing. Everybody said, hey, if you're a big, if you're a nice person, people will follow you. Yeah. When I was a huge asshole, it's, I got so many more it's followers. More entertaining. Yeah. Get exactly. the fuck out of here. It's suddenly they were just like, what's all this PC culture bullshit that Rug Boy's doing? <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. You can't win on the Twitter. It's hard. No, uh, check out the show notes for this episode, listener, jockinner.com slash 345. It will have links to everything we talked about, all Adele Hauer stuff, how to get in touch, how to subscribe, how to support. We thank you for listening. Share this with a friend and get pumped. I'm pumped. For, yeah, me too. For <laughs> the next What the Fuck Happened will be out in a few weeks. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. And he's the nerd. We'll you next time. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. I fucking loved it. This is going great. Not funny. Floppy Jock. 